our story is the story of two guys who start at the bottom with a lot of hard work, continue along the bottom, and finally end up at the bottom. Bigfoot, the great digger, Taurus. That was awesome. They table wibbly wobbly, and if you let them steal your time, yo, that is a robbery. We thinking you should probably keep it locked on the freak. Gone, take it, K Ray. Let that last Paul speak. Listening to Ben. Welcome, everybody. This is the world-famous Ben and Skin Show, 97.1 The Freak. It is the beginning of a new beginning. Let's talk about who is here. I'm Ben Rogers. I'm joined by my close personal friend since 1982, the great Jeff Skin Wade. Hello, Benjamin. We have jettisoned KT. Well, we fired him. That's okay. And, uh, no, KT has gone on and, uh... As you, as you like to say, he's blossomed. Uh, I mean, that's, he, let's just say he's evolved. All right. KT has his own show now. He's on the speakeasy. He's, he's a big time morning talk show host. He walks by us in the hall, has no time for us. He's post puberty. Um, it's so weird because morning and afternoon drive are way more prestigious than this slot. So he just kind of lapped us. Yeah. We weren't even paying attention and Kevin lapped us. Yeah. What a jerk. Just walks by us in the hallway and snickers. Yeah, him and Kavanaugh and Julie laughing at us. Skin and I have been close personal buddies since 1982. We old. Yeah. Um, washed up rappers somehow BSed our way into getting on the ticket. Have parlayed that to an entire career, and um, we couldn't be more excited about this next chapter. And so we're going to talk a lot about The Freak. We're going to talk about this newest incarnation of our show. But we should continue introducing the rest of this staff and – with KT moving on, this gives us the opportunity to give somebody who's already been on our show a, a more predominant role. She's a beacon of positivity. Uh, positivity. She's wickedly talented. Uh, everybody loves being around her. She's so much fun. She can shred a guitar. That was her playing the guitar on our intro. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the great Christina K. Ray Ray. Hello, and good morning, guys. Good morning. I'm not going to lie. I teared up a little bit hearing that new intro. I was like, my God, that's me. You guys made me sound really good, so thank you. Aaron, (laughs) you made yourself sound really good, and then Aaron Kelly engineered. Yes, Aaron's amazing. God, you sounded great on that. Yeah. 
That was a, that's a really cool intro because it kind of sprinkles in some of our ESPN stuff, some of our right. fan stuff, and then now we have Christina playing guitar on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did a great job. Thank you. I, I really enjoy that. And I, you know, I love making the songs. I love the intros and we've had so many different ones over the years and we got them all on SoundCloud, but, uh, over the last few years or the last few incarnations of our show, rather, we've really focused in on that dead prez. It's a killer beat. It's a killer beat. Chappelle used it. Yeah. It was so great when he'd start a show with that rolling bass line. And then, and then we made it, you know, you've produced this thing beautifully skinned and, and you made it to where it was more rock centric for the Eagle show. And then we kind of brought it back to our own thing, but then let Christina shred on it. It's just, uh, and then somebody else was playing drops over it. Yeah. That's to me going to be one of the most interesting and fun parts of it. Yes. Is that every day, who knows what magical drops will appear on that intro? Cause Ben, we have a new old member of the show. When Ben and I first got going on our weekend show at the ticket, one of the first guys we ever worked with there was a young budding star who would then later go on to play a huge role on the hard line and the Bob and Dan show. And he has, he left radio about a decade ago. And if you were listening to the downbeat yesterday, you heard of his triumphant return, and we could not be any more excited to have the fourth member of our show be the legendary Michael Groobs Gruber. Hey, friends. Oh, my God. Yes, uh, yeah. I, I forgot to play it for you Christina. No, I'm still getting fine. used to this board. I don't know what I'm doing. People do cheer more for you than anyone else. <laughs> okay, though. that happened last night. We're right. going to talk about this party that Mark Cuban and our new market president, Paul Corvino, threw for the station last night. But, okay, Reiner's a legend. Yeah. You know, uh, everyone loves uh, your boyfriend, Mike's Roy. Everyone loves you. Nobody got as much applause as when Groobs was brought out. Oh my out god, last it was like night. Mick Jagger was walking on stage. <laughs> I paid everybody a thousand dollars to do that. <laughs> That's because you're rich. Totally worth it. If we will, oh, I'm going to save this. I'm going to save this for when we talk about the party because there was something really unique that happened. But uh, you know, we're we're on three hours earlier than we used to be on, and we'll get it adapted to all of that. But I would just love to hear from you, Groobs. What is it like to be not only a part of the downbeat, but now you're you're stuck with the Ben and Skin Show too, homie? Well, honestly, I've been hoping to find a way to work with you guys pretty much since y'all left the ticket. Like I love producing for y'all back in 2005 or whatever that was on weekends, yeah. and you know when y'all came over here uh, to the former Eagle, I remember thinking, man. I really want to be a part of that somehow, and I was really happy with the jobs that I had, so I just kind of figured out, well, I'll just, you know, have to live with not getting a chance to do that, and then all of a sudden, uh, you guys literally bought the station (laughs) and made it your own thing and recruited me with the help of Rhines, and I'm uh, just incredibly grateful to be here. Kind of said it yesterday, radio gets in your blood, and... I never thought I would get another chance to be back in radio and especially not with eight or nine of my best friends. And this is just incredible. So, uh, the other fun thing is, uh, you know, our, our friend Shippy, he's become one of my really great friends the last few years. Uh, yeah, man. he took over, you know, the stars and Mavericks music and also, uh, he's working at Bally Sports Southwest. So he's taken like three of my former jobs and he's now in my, 
Red Hot Chili Peppers cover band, Pepper Theft. <laughs> but I mostly took this job just so I could finally take one of his former jobs. Good job. Yes. Nice. Well played. Well yes. played. Well played. You know, my one of my suck favorite. Suck Yeah, suck it. <laughs> uh, and uh, one of my favorite things about uh, groups has been, you know, as this thing has come together and we've been having meetings with the whole cast and we've been talking with our programming folks and, and just kind of trying to – you know, mold this thing into exactly what we want it to be. And what's cool about this and what's different about the freak than other radio stations is that everybody actually absolutely gets a say in it. Yeah. yeah. We've, we've put this together, uh, together. It's been incredibly collaborative. Like, you know, uh, one of the jokes about me and Ben, we always have to tell people we've never been fired because we have worked at every radio station, mm-hmm. which is kind of a weird thing to make sense of, but. We've been, uh, you know, it's kind of like, uh, it's in the manifesto of Roller Town Beer Works. We, we always chase the opportunities and Ben leads the way on this. It's, it's a very special gift that he has to create opportunities for us and really make the magic happen. But, uh, this particular situation has been unlike any radio situation we've ever been in because it is unbelievable, unbelievably collaborative. And I, I see this a lot with, you know, we do creative stuff. I see this a lot with music projects. Whenever you have, and I'm going to steal this line from Greg Popovich, the coach of the Spurs, they always look for people that are, are quote unquote, have gotten over themselves. And what he means by that is you truly put your own ego and desires aside. It's everybody has their own egos and desires, but you put it aside for the greater good. And where that has to happen most is it has to happen with your bosses. In order for everyone to be a part of something and it, for it to be collaborative, your bosses have to, quote, unquote, be over themselves. And this has nothing to do with anywhere else we've ever worked. Regardless of what those situations were, the folks that are leading the charge here, I just can't believe how collaborative and willing to – uh, make this thing with us. They've been. It's me. I mean, me and Ben constantly look at each other, going, "I can't believe we are in this situation." It's awesome. Yeah, being in these meetings, Mike Reiner, you catch him like you look up because I think we all look at Mike Reiner in these meetings, right? Yes, yes. Because we've had tons and tons of meetings and brainstorming sessions and hangout sessions and just whatever. And I think we all look to Mike a lot of times because he's done this before. Right. He started something from scratch and. He'll be sitting there talking to our executives and go, man, I've never heard a radio executive say that yeah. because they're giving us the tools to be our own boss, yeah. just like hey. Enterprise Runner Car. <laughs> um, but in these, in these meetings, you know, back to groups, like I, we all love groups, like groups may be the most lovable human in the history of DFW radio. And to y'all's point, that's because everybody else kind of sucks. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's, yeah. That's right. It's a low bar. It's a yeah. sliding scale. The crowd erupted, you know, last night for I and loved I, it. Isn't it great? <laughs> and I remember when we were uh, we were talking to Tim Rogers of D Magazine. You know, he had the exclusive on this. I thing. don't know who that is. And he were rattling through the list of people, and he's like, oh, oh, oh. And we go, groups. And he goes, what? what? That's not an exaggeration. <laughs> the he, best surprise. He just about dropped the phone. Yeah. yeah. But groups, the, I've, you know, we've always known groups. Uh, I, I've loved groups. I love his whole family. Hold on, hold on. i got to tell you a groups memory I have. Okay. Uh-oh. I had, no, no, no. It's a, it's a Ben Groobs memory. This is very early on. At the first uh, ticket stock we were out at, mm-hmm. 
Do you remember Groobs was running routes and you were throwing the football to him? <laughs> no. Do you remember that, Groobs? I do, yeah. I remember I'm sitting there watching this. I'm going, man, these guys are throwing the football to one another right now. But Groobs was running routes and Ben was stoning the football. This probably was like 2004 or something, yeah. 2003. I like I I don't remember that, but I believe it. Yes, um, it happened, and I still have it burned into my brain. He Groobs runs a really nice slant. He does. Used oh to. man. Oh, you still the uh, the pounds have kind of slowed me down. But he's kind of a pulling guard. You know, but yeah. I I was like in these meetings, even though I know Groobs and I love Groobs, and uh, it's been really cool to see everybody's input and everybody's had a little input and. He is a good idea factory. Yeah. Like, I, I love how much Groobs has been a part of molding this thing. He's just had so much great input. He's got and, marketing ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I knew he was incredible with audio and he was funny, but dude's got marketing ideas. It's like every text he would send on that thread. I was like, oh my God, genius, Groobs, genius. <laughs> Stop giving us Stop. gold. It's too much gold. Have you, Groobs, have you ever in your radio career ever, uh, did, has management ever allowed you to help, uh, formulate things like that is that is that no it wasn't really ever a part of things and that's kind of just how it goes you know it's why would the board op you know have that much say in anything and it's been kind of nice you know like the last 10 years for me you know i've been freelancing all this time and it's been really great but it feels like i've kind of just been parachuting in to whatever job you know a couple hours before stars or mavs or rangers game and then i don't see anybody for another couple days and so this is the first chance i've really had to kind of collaborate with people and then to also have the freedom that y'all have given me to come up with ideas and they're not always going to be great they're mostly going to be bad but getting the the chance to kind of try that a little and you know it's been really fun to stretch that creative part of the brain that i haven't necessarily gotten to do the last really 20 years in, in different ways and so, yeah, getting to work with you guys and Christina and the downbeat and all that, it's just incredible. You just brought something up that I do, that I do want to hit on. Uh-huh. Because, so if you got to hear the speakeasy this morning, you heard Matt Cather pop on a little bit too. And one of the things that Ben and I, we probably learned this in our, our short stint at the ticket because of people like Groobs. But what we always considered, I think traditionally with talk radio, so like Groobs is on the other side of a window right now. Right so. now, when we did the show uh, on the old format on the Eagle, Christina was our board op and producer, but she was in the room with us. And one of the things that we always, uh, when we came over here and we, you know, were putting our show together, we kept saying, "Well, no, the, the board, the board op is important. It's not just hey, get someone to fill a shift because they know how to run the board. Uh, that person is a part of the show, and that person has to understand what the show is about." Because the comedic timing and the fabric and the DNA of it is very, very important, and we believe in that. That's why we loved working with Shippy. That's why when we went to the fan, we we brought in Brendan, who we had worked with at ESPN, because they understood us and understood the show, and that very much matters. And so with a radio station, when you're trying to get it up and going, they'll go, okay, well, we have these board people over here. We thought it was real important that Matt Cather, who we started working with at the Eagle, we were like – He's in the mold of the people like the shippies and the groups that we've worked with. He's more than a guy who's touching the board. He's going to be a part of the fabric of the station and a fabric of the individual show that he's on. And that may be like, you know, something that the listener's going, what? You were boring me with this, but we want you to understand this is a collective. 
and this is a uh, everyone has a creative say. And so the people, you know, the way that Groobs was talking about himself as being a board op, it's just so much more than quote unquote running a board. It is a part of the the entire entertainment factor of this thing. So having Groobs on two of the shows and having Catherine in the morning is really great for all of us. Yeah. And by the way, Catherine is an absolute MVP along with Christina. They have helped me so damn much with trying to get things loaded in or finding stuff or printing stuff and I'm going to eventually be able to like be self-sufficient but now, right now while week, I'm not yeah, holy crap it's going to be chaos yeah. it's a teamwork thing yesterday <laughs> yeah. I kept telling people behind the scenes I mean we were trying to make it sound flawless on air as much as possible so we were running back and forth making sure everything was loaded good to go and yeah I think it turned out good so what a day. Yeah, what we a stayed day. on air the whole time. Yeah, sure that's it matters. <laughs> it's, a, it's a total whirlwind. And really just, you know, this has been months in the planning and whatnot, and, and we've been working towards this and and hoping. And you never, you know, you never know. These things could come unraveled at any point. So oh, they just, will. So we just had our fingers crossed hoping we would get to launch day yeah. and get this thing up off the ground. But, you know, when as we as this super team was being assembled – it was just unbelievable hit after hit after hit just getting all these great people to assemble and you know watching the way the market reacts to this has been interesting yeah because there's different narratives you know and i love how you know skin and i you know we left the ticket in what 2008 yes and went to live 105.3 and then you know we'll get into our evolution all the different places we've been but we've been able to bounce around and go to different radio stations and it's allowed us to meet different people and talented people and meet different listeners yeah and I just love how this station is so unique. It's going to pull from – it's going to – hopefully there's eagle listeners who are like, you know what? I'm going to get my my rock on 97.1 HD2. Yeah. But I still want to get this talk. I want to have some fun with this talk. Eagle listeners. There's a ton. You know, people have been listening to talk on the eagle for years. Um, there's fan listeners. There's ticket listeners. There's just people who have been looking for something like this. People still wandering around that they've never found their fix after Ron Chapman left KVIL. There's I mean, they're out of, there. There's two or three of those yeah. people. How old to, are they? Uh, Gator, by the way, that. is okay. listening. And so she's in that Ron right. Chapman okay. crowd. Right. We need to get, make sure we get her. You know, hey, it's, Gator. it's just, I, I feel like, uh, you know, when the early reports were, hey, we've, we've got the scoop. Uh, 97-1, the freak is going to be the third sports talk station in DFW. So frustrating. And it was just, <laughs> yeah. I was just laughing going, wow, they don't have any sources, do they? Because that's exactly not what we are. We spent a lot of time in meetings talking about not being a sports station. Mm-hmm. A lot of times. And that's how I knew that whatever the leaks were, they weren't coming from us. Because we never once had a conversation right. as a collective talking about being a sports station. We are not that at all. I can't talk sports. Who thinks I can talk sports? It's hilarious to me. Well, you're, uh, you're, by Besides the way, F1. Ben and I, and that's a very important sport. <laughs> right. And just to make sure everybody understands our view on sports, Christina just admitted she doesn't know sports. She is going to be the only sports voice on our show. Ah. Okay. So all right. I got help. an Aaron Judge update. Oh wow, for, that's uh, huge, man! What the really? Freak is going what, on? Okay. What a shift that has been since the last thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah, oh good. no, not right now. But <laughs> oh, okay. I I don't really understand, but he's trying to break the home run record. Right? Oh yeah, this is gonna be good. Is that this, it? This is like yeah, uh, sure. All right, cool. This is like when we had Jeff Heath explain the uh, explain Star Wars and Frito. Yeah. Right. Did Frito hadn't seen it? Right. Yeah. Frito's definition of Star Wars Star Wars was great about space farmers. Yeah. Space <laughs> farmers. And they had a war, war or something. Yeah. Uh, Frito. 
Vito reached out yesterday, said he was driving around smiling ear to ear. Aww. Um, but you know, this, this cast of characters, it, it, there's, it, there's all different types of, of people at different points of their career. There's an absolute legend in Mike Reiner. There's yep. seasoned veterans, guys like you and I have been doing this for a long time with the chance of our lifetime. Yep. Um, there's people that are, you know, have been, overlooked or discarded or chewed up and spit out by this business that, you know, we're going to talk about each and every person here, but it's an absolute collective of people that are all friends. I think everyone here is really talented and interesting and nice and funny, and we have total creative freedom to do whatever the F we want to do, and that alone makes us unique. There is no other station in the country that has the creative freedom that we do. This is not sports talk. This is just lifestyle talk. Let's just talk about life. We are DFWAF. We're from here. Those of us that weren't born here have lived here a really long time. We know this community. We know the people. We're going to give you what you want. That's what we're going to be doing. By the way, uh, coming up next, Ben, I look down at my clock and I realize every day at 1130 – we're going to have the staple segment now trending in Ben. Yes, very excited about this. And coming up next, we are going to break down our disheveled lives. How out of control have things <laughs> oh gotten? God. Pretty bad. I'm we'll so t- tired. We'll talk, about that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that next right here on 97.1 The Freak. Before we get to that, I want to talk about the greatness of Pluckers. If you don't like their wings, we'll straight up give you the bird. Hell, we might go double birds. Oh. We love Pluckers. Uh, the Ranch Dry Rub is my favorite wing. Uh, I, that's my favorite sauce that they put on a wing. It's dry, so it doesn't get all over your hands and stuff. I just, I'm a huge fan, and I've recently shown you guys how to properly uh, disrobe the flappers. It's huge. Push them down. You push that meat off, and you create a chicken nugget out of that thing, boneless. That right? sounds so sexual. It is. It is it. somewhat sexual yeah. and, and enjoyable. And uh, and then you finish the wings. Oh. Uh, you finish the whole plate of wings, and okay. you enjoy them, and you're satisfied. Do you get any on your you face? Smoke a cigarette a little bit. Yeah. Be, but it's, uh, you know, it's. I love Pluckers Wings. I love that you can go to Pluckers and order Rollertown beer. Yes. I love that you can go to Pluckers and say, yeah, give me the big German, the beer that honors number 41. It's got minimal hops and a smooth finish, yes. just like the guy it's named after. So, uh, And we're going to be at Pluckers when? Uh, this Friday? You Friday at uh, Greenville, I believe. Oh, oh nice. Okay. That's the OG location. Yeah. I think that was the first ever Pluckers location. And it's right by me, which is great. Oh, that's good. So yeah. we're, we're doing a, a remote in honor of Kay Ray. We're going to just do it right over by her. Uh, but the great thing about Pluckers, Ben mentioned it. I know when my kids are in Little League after the games on Saturdays, we'd take the whole team to Pluckers. But I could also just roll up there with the dads later that night and drink a beer at the bar and eat wings. So good. Great sandwiches. Incredible appetizers. I'd put their apps up again against any apps in the DFW Metroplex. And, of course, uh, great beers on tap. Ben mentioned the Big German. They have some imports. They have some other local craft beers. But the best wings going. It's Pluckers, big supporters of the Rangers, the Mavs, and, of course, the Ben and Skin Show. And at Pluckers, if you don't like our wings, we will give you the bird. Ben was about to tell you about an important contest on the station, but he hasn't checked his company email in months. So, we'll just get right to the segment. The world-famous Ben and Skin Show on 97.1 The Freak. Oh yeah. Welcome to the brand new but still the same Ben and Skin Show. You are listening to 97.1 The Freak, the new voice of Dallas-Fort Worth. 
with some fun people, some legendary people, people you know and love, and we have banded together to bring you something new and unique, and we think you are going to love it. We're also the home of Dallas Mavericks basketball. I'm just so excited about this. Uh, this There's been so much planning going into it. And yesterday when the downbeat hit the air, you'll hear the downbeat every day from 3 to 7. And hearing Mike Reiner's voice tell the story, I just it was just overwhelming. So cool. We've got so much goodness to bring you over the next couple months and years and all of that. We are here to stay. And we are ecstatic about this. Ben, uh, I just got a text from Wifey. Our homeboy Malachi is listening right now. Any any words for Malachi? Malachi, uh, we love you, and uh, be careful out there. Don't don't wreck your truck. Yeah, this is the different guy from Children of the Corn. No, this, this, they might be the same guy. Okay, good. But he hides in the corn. Yeah, pops out and hits buckets. It hits buckets, and he also yeah. uh, leads a youth congregation, and he's also the handiest dude around. So shout out to our homeboy Malachi. We love Malachi. Uh, so we're, we are going to hit sports every day at noon with the Super Sports Nooner, but right now it's time for this. He's an irrational, quick-triggered nuclear overreactor with the attention span of an overweight squirrel. His hobbies consist of a rotating carousel of unexpected interests that are all far too expensive for him to maintain. He's a masterful (laughs) storyteller who consistently finds himself drowning in a sea of awkward. It's time for Now Trending in Ben. I feel like our VO guy doesn't like you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, some of the copy points changed in that. Um, All right. So very excited about this station and, and, you know, this, the whole, the whole point of what we're doing is just to, uh, bask in authenticity, to pull the curtain back, to bring listeners on an adventure, to connect. And the reality is what we've been dealing with for so many months has turned our worlds upside down. And I was just thinking about this driving in, like my life is so disheveled right now. <laughs> and, uh, I know all of ours are, but yeah. I was so, um, for, I've gone so long without, like, without eating fast food. Like, I always have my meals planned. I lost a bunch of weight. Sleeping good in that sleep number bed. And then as this thing's gotten closer and closer, strange things are happening. I cannot sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, I, my alarm would be, if my alarm is set for 6 a.m., I wake up at 5. Right. If my alarm's set for that's, 7, I wake up at 6. That's been happening to me, too. I've been getting up a good 45 minutes to an hour before my alarm goes off. That is so weird. Right. And I'm not going to bed early. No. No. And I so, need to go to bed earlier than we've been doing. Right? I don't know what time you guys are going to bed, but I'm going, like, at midnight and then trying to wake up at 7 a.m. And yeah. it's just not happening. We, we didn't. We So... We were at this party. We'll talk about the party later. Okay. And I was worried because when I left, I was exhausted. Oh, my God, yes. And Julie and KT were still there. And so I, I was worried about that. They were hammered. They were hammered. <laughs> and I I did not have one drop of alcohol at that party oh, last you. night. Because I was just too tired. Yeah. I was and scared I, I was going to oversleep. I did the same thing. Yes. And I knew what today was going to be like. And to Ben's point... Disheveled is the word. My head is spinning and my life is upside down, too. I totally relate to everything you're saying. Your producer drank last night. Sorry, guys. Is that right? (laughs) Just two. Two glasses. I drank a little bit because I wanted to... I got to get Lucy, Lucy Goosey, before I get on stage. Make yourself available. And 
we we when we got there to the uh, Echo Lounge is what it's called, right? Yes. Cuban's place. It was incredible. What mm-hmm. a venue! Fantastic. It was fantastic. And we got there, and they were like, "The bar's not open yet." I'm like, "How can we have humans here and the bar's not open yet?" <laughs> well, and, we got uh, in before doors because we showed up early. Yeah. yeah, they had not opened the doors yet. Yeah. And um, but I needed a cocktail to unwind. Yeah. And uh, so we we our new boss Paul Corvino is there, and he had this. Uh, Kind of, uh, they had set up one of the green rooms for yep. him. Yeah, um, it's like a special meet and greet client room and all that. And so for the folks that were going to go get on stage, that was the place to meet first, and you know, yeah. and and get so, organized a little bit. Well, he had a he had a wet bar back there. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> so I just dove in. Wait, Ben and I went back there, and we had been talking for about three minutes, just kind of looking at the run show or whatever. And I looked, and Ben was already digging in that bucket, <laughs> pulling pulling the brown out of there. Yeah, you went uh, with whiskey last night. I didn't did. You? I move. did. Just started making cocktails and and had a couple. Had a boy. And um, yeah, it was just you know, I I feel like I've been living in a tornado. Yeah, and then. Part of it is, too, we've had to keep secrets. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, we've kept this under wraps, and I'm so proud of us because, again, the only stories that got out there were incorrect. Like, yeah. there, some of the details were right, but... Yeah. There was a lot of stuff that was right, but our overall vision yeah. and mission was not even close. Like, the most important thing yeah. about it is that it's not sports, right. and that was the part that everybody missed. I still, today, I had a that Barrett Sports Media Company reached out, and they said, hey, we want to do a story on you guys, and I was like... That's nice, but you're sports media. And I was like, okay, where's this going to go? And the first right. question was, are you guys sports talk? No. No. And, and this is funny. And, uh, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not throwing rocks at Richie Witt or anything. Uh, he's a, he's a plugged in guy and he got mm-hmm. a lot of stuff right. But then you started having other outlets quoting Richie Witt. Right. And he was their source. And I'm sure you guys got it too. I got hit up, you know, when you work in this business, you have a lot of media friends. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of people that I consider close friends that I didn't respond to their text messages, and I felt like a big jerk. But I didn't want to give them any indication one way or the other of what we were doing because when you've been working on something for a year, one week before it, you're not going to just go, okay, yeah, but here's my whole hand. you know. So I hate – I mean people I love that have had my back, our back – that I had to ignore, and that that sucked, but that's the way it had to be, man. I say that was the hardest part for me because I don't like not responding to people yeah. or having to lie to people. And right? Yeah. So I felt like a bitch, like you said, like really rude. Yes. Because again, these people that I usually text back immediately, right, and I right. couldn't say anything, and, and so he, now that I can finally talk, I'm like, I'm so sorry, I wasn't allowed to. I hope you understand and right. can forgive me. Right. Yeah, we had, uh, you know, we love to interact with folks. If you're new to our show, you'll probably find us to be one of the most interactive radio shows on, on the radio. And so we have a Ben and Skin listener group and on Facebook and we interact on Instagram and Twitter and we just try to connect with people. Has that changed? I know that, uh, yes. Ben is in charge of our Facebook activities and so is there changes going on with that? Yes, we, and we have incredible mods. Uh, Ziggy, a local artist, incredibly talented artist, kind of runs all that for us and very yeah. sexy. And so basically we had a Ben and Skin listener group initially, yep. but it was set to private. Okay. And it grew to like 14,000 or whatever. And we couldn't switch it to public and people were upset because they, well, some people wanted it to be private. Some people wanted it to be public so mm-hmm. they could share links. Like we like the idea of sharing links. So we started two. So we had two Ben and Skin listener groups. One All was right. public, one was private. We turned the public one into 971 the freak listeners. Oh cool. So now that listener group is for our whole station. Okay. Oh, awesome. And there will be daily show threads for the Speakeasy, for the Ben and Skin show and for the Downbeat. 
We want anybody out there who wants to support our radio station who's on Facebook, please go join 971 The Freak Listener Group, and they'll approve your entry into that, and you can go join that group. It's just going to be people that celebrate this radio station and what it is and just want to connect with us because we'll be there connecting with people. Yeah, and I should uh, I should give my mission statement on this. Uh, I am a, a an old dog with very little new tricks, and I spend a collective 15 to 20 minutes a year on Facebook. So you'll have Ben interacting with you, and then one day he'll walk in and go, Skin, you idiot, go in the Facebook group now and let these people know that you care. It's not that I don't care about you. I love you. I'm just going, oh, that's cool. Ben's got this. You know, so, but I will make a better effort to get in there. And I need to, too. I need to. It's but, been crazy these past few weeks. Yes. So there's a lot yeah. of, like, DMs and stuff I still haven't gotten to. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, I know these people will know that we love them because Ben will let them know that we love him. He does a great job with it. So I slack on my duties. But I promise to try to be better. I promise. Well, it's like this. Uh, I, I, I enjoy all different types of social media. Facebook over the last few years has been the, the most toxic, mm-hmm. like in the world. Yeah. Like it's divisive with all the politics and all that crap. And so I found that the group, a group setting, not a page, not a personal page, not a business page. The group is kind of one of the last places you can go with the umbrella from the toxicity. The right. vitriol isn't there as much. Right. Because you're invited to a party. And that's our moderators busting ass too, yes, right? Yes, that's them busting ass. Okay. However, during this transition... All those sweet people who have supported us were wondering what the F is going on. Right. And we've had people that got on board with us when we were on the ticket, people mm-hmm. that got on board at ESPN, mm-hmm. people that got on board in the fan, mm-hmm. at the fan, and people who just got on board with us at the Eagle. My, my favorite thing in the last 100 years is a hardcore Russ Martin listener who we had never checked us out driving out to our brewery from Garland and hanging out with us on a Saturday because he started listening to the show. Yeah, like That awesome. made me so happy. And so we're grateful for anyone who chooses to spend time with us. Absolutely. We don't care when you got on board, how long, if you didn't like us at first, if you give us, hell, if you don't like us now, but you're listening, giving us a chance, thank you. Yeah. Because this is our dream. And so we love connecting on that in that Facebook group. And so it's been chaotic. And so my wife doesn't really go look at that stuff very often. Mm-hmm. But she was in there the other day, and she goes, I am getting so bitter in my older age. And I was like, yeah, you are. She goes, do you agree to that? <laughs> and uh, I was like, why? What do you mean? I was like, who who pissed you off? And she goes, it's your group. I'm in those listener groups. And I was like, what? And uh, she goes, it's getting so toxic in there. What are they upset about? Um, and it wasn't just our listeners. It was people that have listened at different times. Nobody... Well, I'll put it like this. Most people, most radio listeners don't like change. Sure. Because radio that. listening is the most habitual thing. It's yeah. habitual. And yeah. I, I want to say I get it. I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. I don't like change for my radio habits. I don't want all that change. And so I get it. And so there's been a bunch of people frustrated. At the same time, we are one of the most inclusive, communicative, connected shows with our listeners. We tell them everything. And we went dark. Yeah. Because we had to. And so there was so much speculation. Are we starting a sports station? Ah, we said it, for two years yes. at the Eagle that we left the fan because we wanted creative freedom and we don't want to do sports, 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 sports. Mm-hmm. And now these reports are out that you're doing a sports station and you guys aren't telling us what's going on. And okay. so understandably, there was frustration. And there, and I get that. Uh, one of the great things during this whole process, our leader, Patrick Davis, has said that I'm going to start stealing and using. It's one of those things that you know, but until you hear someone like articulate it this way, 
It's like that is the most obvious and illuminating thing. People are entitled to feel the way they want to feel. Absolutely. And that is and that is just so succinctly and perfectly put. And so to underscore that idea that I am never in Facebook, I didn't know that was going on. Yeah. And I'm sorry you had to deal with that. No, no, no. I had no idea that was happening. And that's I don't mind dealing with it. That's what I was uh, like. I think those people are absolutely entitled, especially because we went dark. They didn't know what was happening. I like to and work blue and dark, but not during times of change. So now, you know, the rug was ripped out from under them. And so all these people that have been listening to us from 2 to 5. Okay. Um, now they're like, wait, your show's on 11 to 3. Can I, does that even work with my schedule? Right. And who are these other shows if maybe they didn't know these other shows? Yeah. And I just, man, I, I just want to say I understand that change is not always welcomed, especially in the habitual world of radio listening. So that... I, if you want to connect with us, you want access to us, you want to chat about all this, um, we will very much be on the 97.1, the listener group, 97.1, the freak listener group, but we also still have a Ben and Skin listener group as well. Okay, are you willing to step up and start a 97.1 HD2 rock listener group? No, okay. but that's one of the things people were very upset about, and yes. again understandably uh people are like hey i don't understand you i all i want is rock music you guys just killed a rock station and we were saying i've tried to answer as many as i could no and it was reiner that killed the rock station it wasn't me and ben (laughs) Uh, what i said was no no you can still get all that rock on 97.1 hd2 like you can go listen to it right now right now if that's what you want you can go to 97.1 HD2 and so we're during a commercial break. Yes. We would rather yeah. you stayed here and listen yeah, to us. Yeah, yeah. Like we we we're going to have a lot of fun and if you want to have fun you could do that and you can go listen to music at another time. Right. But yeah, we're so the rock is still there. Uh-huh. And so this is just an opportunity to have an all talk station. Yeah. You know, for all day long, people having fun. So, so anyways, um my, can I, can I ask yeah. you a question? Yeah. I, I I and I'm sorry if you want to take it somewhere else, but I do want to know this. And Christina, you can weigh in on this mm-hmm. too. Do you have one thing in particular with this change, the station, the new time slot, the new schedule, all of that, that you are more concerned about than anything else? Does something jump out at you as like, all right, things are about to be different because everyone has their their schedules and their habits and all this stuff. And so we have a pretty you know strong shift here in our lives. Is there one thing more than anything else that you guys are more concerned about? Man, I've got ball fatigue. Okay, that's oh. fair. It's ball fatigue number one. Yeah. I think you always have that though, don't you? <laughs> um, the I do because they're working overtime, Christina. Yep. Oh, don't put uh, that back on her. I stared at her too. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh. It's thank God she's not head of HR anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you're no longer the sports director. My my concerns are uh, about things like. This is legit a startup. Yeah. Like we're starting shorthanded. Okay. We're, we're, our staff is shorthanded. Right. Like if, if one of us gets hit by a bus, we don't have backup. Is there anybody that's going to be around on weekends? Do we know that? Hmm, that's I, a great question, Stan. I, I think uh, I think a robot is working the weekend. Right. I think you just volunteered for it, right? No, you I didn't. I, I, the I question, didn't. It's either so. me or Groobs. Groobs, can you work no, all weekend? No, don't make him do that. Oh, okay. Sorry, that's I can't hear you. Sweet, sweet man. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> like, the things I, I worry about are, like, we're starting uh, lean and mean. Yeah. And so, I you know, I think about, man, I'm, I'm looking forward to staffing up. I'm looking forward to getting more engineers. I'm looking forward to getting more social media people. Like, we're starting lean and mean just like any startup would. Yeah. Like, let's get this plane up off the ground, and then we'll build and build and build and build. So, like, what about you? Do you have actual concerns? I I have one huge concern, but is there anything that jumps out to you, Christina? Uh, Well, for me, I'm very concerned about my dog because I'm going to be gone longer. And I was 
telling your wife this last night. I went home right before the party last night, but we got up here at what, like 10 a.m. yesterday? Yeah. And so he'd been by himself all day, and I went home. I gave him a big hug and fed him, and then I was like, all right, I got to leave again. And he just looks at me, and I feel so guilty about it. Uh, so, I mean, our, our hours won't be that crazy. Right. But he will be by himself longer, and, and that's and, my big concern right now. And I'm sure you know this, but when you're gone, he just sits here and smokes cigarettes the whole time. Right. It's, it's really bad for, for his health. So, uh, I'm obviously a big picture guy. And the thing that I just can't wrap my brain around that's going to have to change is I'm very worried about my poop schedule. Okay. All right. Because, you know, working at 2 o'clock and doing a three-hour show is way different than working at 11 o'clock and doing a four-hour show. There's prep concerns. There's time. There's all that. And Ben and I have always been night owls. And But I have to drink my cold brew. Mm-hmm. And then usually about 45 minutes after that, it's go time. I don't know if I'm going to – and I'd like to uh, poop at home. For a lot of reasons, the number one being we have that badass bidet at home. Yeah, I want a solid gold toilet. I got a solid gold toilet, and it floats above the ground. And so I want to utilize that toilet, but I have to reconfigure my constitution. You know what I'm saying? I gotta, I gotta get up earlier. I gotta get this cold brew in mm. me earlier. Uh, a lot of times, the other thing too is I don't make myself breakfast. We've had this breakfast <laughs> conversation, yeah. and my wife has to deal with two kids and three dogs in the morning. She doesn't have time for me. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, for her oldest ch- dumb child to be like, <laughs> I need eggs, you know. I got to poop. Put an so, adult diaper on me. Right. So I, with all these concerns going on, I'm very singularly focused on my poop schedule. Yeah. Well, Skin's a guy who doesn't go four hours without pooping. I'm pooping right now. I, I think you should get a studio toilet. Yep. And what we need is the technology to make an airtight seal from your butt to the toilet so it doesn't yeah. Make the room stink. I don't want to smell that. But I don't vacuum. think Julie does either. A pure vacuum sucking at all times to where it, you just sit down in a toilet that wraps around your whole waist. That sounds like it would feel awesome. Right? Is that something we can install in the stink tank back there where Groobs is? I don't know. But it, it, I don't you, like that nickname. <laughs> You're not wrong, but I don't like it. <laughs> the stink tank. Uh, so so anyways, uh, back to this Facebook thing. My, yep. my wife's like, I'm so... I'm pissed right now, and like she was reading all these comments. And she doesn't get pissed though. That's she amazing. She does not. She does not. But Mama I'm like, bear coming out. Mama bear coming out. And uh, I just want to say to all the people out there who support us and have our back, and when all these vitriolic comments are out there, like Ben and Skin, this sucks, and this station sucks. You people that are out there on social media uh, waging those wars on those toxic, you know, front lines. Um, thank you. Thank you for getting our back. You know, my wife would read one of those and go, oh, this person's awesome. Look, they say they love your show. They'll support you whatever day part you go to. And, uh, you know, that that stuff matters to us. And I know in this business you you got to have a thick skin, and, and we do to a degree. Mm-hmm. But it really is special when you see somebody supporting you and out there shutting down a hater. I just I love it. I saw Ziggy sticking up for us uh, quite a bit before anyone knew what was going on. It's like, guys. They left sports radio. Just calm down. Genius. Let's chill. He sees the field. Right. Ziggy sees the damn field. But he was one that stood out because there were multiple people. And I love that. Yeah. And the speakeasy this morning mentioned they were blocking people. Yeah. Um, and I've never blocked anyone before either. I just mute them. But I've been, I've, I'm a big muter. Yeah. Yeah, I don't block them. I mute them. <laughs> Uh, but you know, I, again, I, I'm not on Facebook enough to see that. And you know, Twitter is a real easy experience to control, uh, with that mute function. 
So I just brought up the speakeasy, and we mentioned that earlier. That's something else I'm concerned with because usually I'll watch the news in the morning for uh-huh. a weekday update. You know,、right. let's see what's local going on. Um, and I want to listen to the speakeasy, so I don't know how to watch the the news and listen to the speakeasy at the same time. That's an issue, and I haven't dealt with that in a while. I know. So, are we going to? Here's a question I posed to my wife just in a text. And there's a bunch of stuff going on, but are we about to become morning people? Yes. Like in order to make this work and make the schedule work and still get to hear all the speakeasy and enjoy all that. Yeah. Am, are we about to be these people that get up at six in the morning? Seven. Yeah, I think seven's good. Seven's seven will、safe. work. I tried six thirty today, and little, <laughs> it was、yeah. a struggle. All right, this is going to be fun. We're very excited about this adventure. We're all going to go on together, and、uh, it's just going to get better and better and better. And we've got some new staples that are going to be in our show every day. I'm excited about Trinity and Ben. Looking forward to telling a bunch of stories、oh, and、yeah. sharing some of the awkwardness that seems to happen to me all the time. But every day at noon, at twelve o five, we're going to have a super sports nooner. And the world premiere of the Super Sports Nooner is next with a brand new intro. Where are you going to take us, Skin? Well, we need to find out if Dak it really is in play for this weekend, as Jerry says. And why is Ben's footwear a big part of our sports news? We'll do all of that next, right here on the Freak. All right. Before we get to that,、I、want to say thank you to Orchard. Uh, Orchard.com will straight up buy your home, so you can go be a cash buyer. So if you're thinking of selling your home and then buying your next home, but you can't buy your next home until you sell your current home. Orchard will straight up buy it from you, and they'll give you a good, fair offer. In fact, if you want to know what Orchard thinks your home is worth right now, you can go to Orchard.com and get a free、uh, appraisal of what your home is worth. And there's no strings attached; it's free, no strings attached. And while you're there, and they say, "Hey, how'd you find out about us?" Be sure to select K E G L. Oh my gosh! You need to get to Orchard.com and get that no cost, no obligation offer. And when we talk about upside cash, you heard us say, "Okay, they buy your home and then they sell it, and then they cut you back in on the upside cash." I don't know if you know this, but on average, that upside cash is fifty-six thousand dollars. Fifty-six thousand additional dollars beyond what they initially pay you. That is incredible, and it doesn't happen if you don't go and find out what the offer is, and you don't have to take the offer. This is only going to take a few minutes. We're not telling you to sell your home to Orchard. We're telling you to go see what your home is worth with Orchard, and then make an informed decision. It only takes a few minutes. Go to Orchard.com. That's Orchard.com. Make sure you heard it. Tell them that you heard about it right here on ninety-seven point one. Again, it's Orchard.com. The Ben and Skin Show. Two local dudes from Richardson who've been friends since 1982, proving every day that funny doesn't grow on trees. It springs from cannabis plants, which are still illegal in Texas. Keep listening, and you'll get arrested. This is the Ben and Skin Show. How about our first giveaway on the new Ben and Skin Show? Woo! Yeah.、Uh, we're going to make it a Mavs Orlando Magic game this Friday night, 7:30 tip. Uh, caller number five right now wins a pair of tickets to that game. Two one four seven eight seven one ninety seven one. Again, caller five, Mavs Orlando this Friday night. Already, Isn't that cool. That's crazy. Yeah, it's on. But good luck. All right, Ben. Yeah, good luck with that.、Uh, Skin, are you fired up about、uh, Mavs season? I can't wait. I'm so so excited.、Um, and、uh, I think you know we we we'll, maybe we'll talk more about this later. But we had that bash last night that Mark Cuban and Paul Corvino, our new boss. Through at the Echo Lounge, 
And, you know, that's that place is right on the other side of the highway from the AAC. It's pretty much at the end of the parking lot from the Mavs practice facility. Mm-hmm. And I know that they're down there practicing. And on the all the Mavs social media, we've seen pictures of Mavs royalty holding court, including Dirk Nowitzki, who's been going to the practices. And for Dirk Nowitzki to show up at our party last night that and to insane. support the freak was insanely yeah. cool. I went backstage and as soon as I turned the corner, I was like, oh, hi, Dirk. I didn't even introduce myself to him, which I feel bad. <laughs> I hope he doesn't think I'm rude. but Obviously, it's Christina. Yeah, yeah. That was He's very cool. Just a man of the people. And yeah. he was there with no handler. No. No one just, drove him, no. drove himself. Yes. Just came out and, you know, he got mobbed, obviously, when he was leaving. and uh, But he didn't go out a side door. He's just a man of the people, and um, to have Dirk, you know, support us with the freak, to have Cuban support us, incredible. It's so it's so freaking powerful. It just makes me makes me so 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 very excited. But right now, it's time for this. I told you my poop schedule is unsettled, (laughs) and I think that is proof. All right, every day at noon, we will get to the biggest sports stories of the day. And I think where I would like to start is, uh, so there's football coming up this weekend against the Rams, who played last night. We'll talk about that in a minute. But Jerry Jones is out there saying, all right, may see Dak on tonight. Let's not rule Dak out on Sunday, which... That means he would have only missed three games. Originally, what were we speculating? Six to eight or whatever. Is this the smart move? I know this goes against your theory on you always have to go with the hot hand. Yeah, I'm having fun with this bit because, look, they I'll just say it. Say it. Say it. They did Romo wrong. They took his job from him. The guy kept coming back. He was playing hurt. And then... A rookie gets on a hot streak. They're like, we have no choice. Our hands are tied. We have to go with the hot hand because the hot hand theory means if a guy's winning, you just got to let him keep having the job. No matter what the circumstances are, you got to go with the hot hand. So for me, I take great joy in the chaos of that happening again with Cooper Rush. Now, that said, I know it's ridiculous, and it's two totally different things. Right. Um, one was a rookie quarterback that – I mean, it wasn't exactly like you thought he would be your future. He was a fourth-round pick. But a rookie quarterback, a guy towards the end of his show, their salary cap ramifications, the NFL's a cold world. They did Romo wrong, though. Okay. Um, this, though, is not that. Cooper Rush is serviceable. He ain't Dak. And even me doing this bit, I'm just rooting for chaos because I like chaos. And I really... I root for chaos because I feel like if there's enough chaos, maybe the Cowboys would change the way they do anything. They do things that may be a fruitless wish. But um, Dak is your guy. He's light years better than Cooper Rush. There is no quarterback controversy, so I'm really only doing that because you know I'm I'm rooting for chaos. Is football the cruelest bitch? 
Yeah. If, if you're a Cowboys fan. Yeah. And I, and I think, like, so sports can just – because people, they invest emotionally so hard into sports. That's why a team's failings or heartbreak is the worst. But I do think that football is the absolute cruelest bitch. And I don't think there's any better <laughs> example of that than Tony Romo. Because statistically speaking – Tony Romo is arguably the best quarterback in Cowboy history, but you no, know, you're going to go with Aikman or Staubach first. Uh, but Romo, it never lined up for him. Like when he had a great defense, his offensive line was torn up. When he had a great offensive line, the defense, you know, started to falter and the coaching was suspect. And then on top of that, he got murdered with injuries. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember the season off the top of my head. Uh, it's when Ben and I was at ESPN, so I'm thinking it's 2012 or something like that. But that one year where the, he drugged the Cowboys to the very end of the season, playing hurt, playing out of his mind, and then in the final game he had like a three-interception game, and no one talked about the previous seven weeks where the only reason the team had a chance was because of him being incredible. All they talked about was the three-interception game. And it's like, that's not fair. Football is the cruelest bitch ever. Yeah, people always blame the quarterback for everything. Right. And, and, and But hold on. While I'm sitting here, like, giving him a free pass, the man is rich beyond belief. Yeah, he's, he's doing great. He said before, he didn't think he was going to play pro football. He thought he was going to go back home and be a golf pro at the country club. Right. Right? And he's had an incredible life, and he's loaded and all that stuff. But as we talk about these things, he ends up being a very divisive guy, despite the fact that he was a brilliant quarterback. And I'm sorry, it's not even really a debate. Yeah, he was brilliant. But if you look at it from his perspective, and you don't look at it from the Cowboys' perspective, they did him wrong. That was not the way to treat your franchise quarterback. Right. And, and if you, uh, if you, if you look at, especially considering all the things he did, like, hey, come back when your ribs are still broken. Right. Play with a broken, you know, what do you, what do you play with this? Didn't his spleen pop out? Uh, <laughs> that, that was Jason Witten who also had that. But thing. it was like on the, on the, wasn't it the game with Jesse Holly? Wasn't he playing with a ruptured oh, spleen? Oh, yes, he was. You're exactly right, um, dude. And so it's like this guy sold his, sold out his body. For this organization, and the minute they had another quarterback win a few games, like oh, there's this thing called the hot hand theory, and as much as we want to give you the ball back, we just can't because the hot hand theory. So that's a great example too, Ben. Of uh, we've always laughed about this when we're doing all our sports talk, but someone will say the Dallas Cowboys are thinking this, and it's like. Well, no, there's like three people at the top, and they all have different opinions. And the Romo is a great example of that. Jason Garrett clearly wanted Dak to keep playing, and I'm sure a lot of the players felt that way because, you know, they were excited, things were good, and, you know, when Romo got hurt, he was rehabbing and wasn't around the team, and so they're all bonding with Dak, and that's a hard thing to break up. But you had inside information on this. Jerry Jones was not about that. Jerry Jones thought they were making a huge mistake. And so to go out there and go, the Dallas Cowboys think that they should go with the hot hand. No, there's a huge debate, and the quote-unquote hot hand won out that debate. But it was not a uniform decision by any means. Right. You could have had both. Yeah. Could both have, those things, Daddy. Both those things, Daddy. But, you know, uh, the, the, the Rummo thing... They thought, or the people that didn't buy in to Dak, I was told from incredible sources, like you couldn't have much better sources than this, that they just thought he would lose a game. 
and that they would make it real easy, give it back to Romo. You don't lose any of the excitement of the locker room because, hey, what a great run. Now we got that to build on for the future. But now Romo's back. Right. He's healthy, and they just never lost. No. But in that offseason, I know that Jerry Jones offered Romo the job back. Yeah, it makes sense. He offered Tony Romo the job back that offseason, and what I was told was Romo said, you and I are the only ones who want that. You know, right. He was smart enough to see yeah, you, you, you know, got something really good on your hands, and I think that ship has sailed. And I, I didn't, I didn't even know what, how the Dak thing was going to play out, but just like following sports, I was like, they're probably going to move on from Romo just because he's hurting his contract. Like in football, because it is the cruelest bitch, you have to make these decisions. Okay, well. I'm winning with this guy making 500,000. This other guy gets hurt for half of every season and we're paying him 25. I, I mean, I never heard this directly, but I can't imagine Stephen Jones. You know, I know Jerry did. Ben, I know Ben knows this, but I can't imagine Stephen Jones wanted to continue with Romo because he's the cap guy and the cap guy's looking at it going, guys, we can save 20 million dollars with right. this guy who's winning all these games. It's you, so it's so difficult. If you have, and I understand, like I, I'm biased because I got to know Romo pretty well, and he is couldn't be a better human. Like he's the nicest guy ever. And but the formula to win in football is win while you're not paying your quarterback, right? Because if forty million dollars a year are going to your quarterback, you don't really have what you need to kind of fortify every other spot, right? But if your quarterback's on that rookie contract. The other thing I've uh, – this is another thing ab- about um, sports talk. Uh, like over the years, like we've worked with so many talented people. Like KT and Kavanaugh are Cowboys insiders. They're so damn good. And we've worked with Broadus and all these great people. Hey, we, we, let me say this. They, they earn that by the amount of time they put right. in it. KT would leave our show every day and go <laughs> break down film at night and do it every day. You you earn that by the work that you put in on it. Yeah. And uh it was – uh you know, um, that th- one of the things that I learned from those guys is, you know, I kind of I'm kind of like a fan that kind of rides the emotional wave. I'm a tortured fan. Like when I, you know, growing up here in Dallas, I, you know, Skin and I are from Richardson. I knew that the mood in my house was better if the Cowboys won. Mm-hmm, like right. I'm probably running around in a diaper knowing that my dad's going to be pissed if they lose. And so I'm rooting for the Cowboys before I even know what I'm rooting for. Same. Right? I was, yeah, born in 89, so I don't really know a winning record from the Cowboys. Oh, hell, Christina, right? they lost again. <laughs> Damn it, girl. My so, dad was always mad growing up. Right? Yeah. Mad about the Cowboys. And so I'm a, I'm a tortured soul. And one of the things that, um, that I, you know, I've been rooting for them to just hit the iceberg. I want McCarthy to go. Yes. I want Jerry, the owner, to fire Jerry, the GM. Like, I just, I know, but I just want change. This is, this has been the same thing for so long. And so I'm rooting for chaos. But then when I'm watching the games, I'm like, dude, I don't want to root against these guys. (laughs) Of course not. Micah Parsons is incredible. Football is far and away the hardest sport to want your team to tank in. Number one, uh, 80% of the league is equal. All right? There's always two or three great teams. There's a couple teams that are worthless, and everybody else has a chance every week. And because of the way that is, you can win three games in a row with Cooper Rush. That is the NFL. Uh, number two, there's only 17 of these things. So if it's the NBA or Major League Baseball or hockey, yeah, I'll turn it off and have my week back, right? It's okay. Yeah, go ahead and tank. I'm going to tune out. 
it's hard to tune out on football because everyone's kind of almost in it, and there's not enough games. Right. There's just so okay. yes. But I want to complete this thought. So I'm riding that wave, and I find myself being a hater. I'm like, I don't want to be this. I don't no, want to do. root. I don't want to root for the Cowboys to lose. I don't want them to root for them to get a good draft pick after one week. This sucks. And so now I find myself going, hmm, maybe they're better than I gave them credit for. Let's go. So now I'm coming around to the optimistic side. And that's right where I'm going to get punched squarely in the sack. It's all about to go bad for me. No, dude. I, I may need you to stay a hater because I want to enjoy this Cowboy season. Don't don't be optimistic if that's going to lead to right? a, a sack punch. Right. You need to stay where you are for my enjoyment. Please. Uh, yeah, that, that is, that's why football's so, football's the hardest, man. And I think also the college experience that people's, people has makes college football the worst. College football to me, if you want to like suddenly find yourself in an, uh, an abortion style de- debate or a gun control debate, throw a college football opinion out there and watch people want to come and get you. They are the craziest. That's why I stay away from college football and I went to North Texas, so. <laughs> yeah, they're, college football people are insane. But that's a lot of the same irrational people that are jumping into this discussion about what's happening with the radio station. Oh, yeah. Because they're waiting. This is sports. This is not sports. I got to fight. Right. Let's fight. 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 Fight you. Um, okay, so that, that's the, also we should know uh, it appears according to uh, all crap John Mishota. Uh, I saw his report. I'm sure others have it too. That Zach Martin will be fine. I think he's going to practice tomorrow. Good. And he's him and Mike Parsons are the two best Cowboys, right? We all I agree. Totally agree. And dude, Zach Martin, maybe I was thinking about this the other day. He may be the best Cowboy of his entire generation. Like, will he go into the Ring of Honor? He's got to right. And so yeah. then, so he's what like about Larry Allen in that regard? Exactly. Yeah. So what about Travis Frederick? Unfortunately, Travis played too short of a career, and I think also. Knowing Travis the way we know him, does he give a crap? I think he'd love it. Really? Yeah. Okay. But I don't know. He was so good, but it was, he, he blew out like a he, candle uh, in the wind. He, he used to be uh, the beer chugging <laughs> in the yes. Hall of Fame. Yes. Did he, he played five seasons, six seasons? I love Travis. <laughs> oh, my God. He's the best. Yeah. Okay. I want some breaking football news. Yes. Yeah. Okay, oh. I told you she was the sports Kind of expert. personal football. Oh, is this Tua related? No. Okay. I have seen multiple tweets about this. Tom Brady and Giselle have hired divorce lawyers. Let's go! Oh, wait, I'm sorry, I overreacted. Oh, you think you have a chance with Tom? Right? No, I just, I'm like, why am I rooting for that? What the hell is wrong with me? Yeah, that's kind of sad, yeah, man. Yeah. That's, okay. So all those stories appear to be right. She yeah. was, she was right. bitter that he loved football more than her and the family. There you have it. Hey, I, I want to switch gears in the sports because this is the super sports nooner. That's right. Um, I want to talk about Luca and the Mavs because while I am excited about Micah Parsons and I'm teetering on whether to be a hater or be optimistic about the Cowboys or root for chaos, mm-hmm. I couldn't be more all in, super happy, excited about Mavs basketball and Luka Doncic. Yes. Uh, I want, I didn't want to pull audio for this because it didn't work as audio, but it's much watch and listen audio video. If you go to Luka Doncic's IG page, and I saw this late last night as I was trying to turn my brain off, they had him mic'd up for practice, and the good people over with the Mavericks put together a two-minute and 48-second compilation of Luka mic'd up during practice. 
and I can't think of anything that you can watch that will get you more excited for this season than just to watch this incredibly talented, special, fun-loving, hilarious human just run things. Like, uh, it's uh, nothing uh, like that. Okay. It is, it is, you know, jokes, messing with people, making an incredible shot, and then just smiling so big. And so you, what I'm saying is, pulling the audio doesn't do it justice. But my favorite part, because we did see Dirk last night, and he was talking about, you know, we were asking about him being at practice. And he goes, yeah, you know, uh, I'm, I'm staying involved. I'm, you know, he's kind of doing that thing. Well, so in the video, Luca walk, walks up to Dirk and he goes, you got a notebook? He goes, that notebook's empty. And then Dirk opens it and goes, no, I got some notes here. He goes, ah, ah, my guy. And it's just the way that they're playing with each other is so magnificent. Oh. And then they'll cut to a clip and he makes a half-court shot and just grins. And then, <laughs> dude, at Fan Jam on Saturday, I did a Twitch stream with Bobby Corella, And we were calling the game. So they're getting ready to go out and tip it. He is standing, so you know the circle at midcourt. Mm-hmm. Okay, midcourt is, is that 48 feet? I believe it's 48 feet from the basket. So then imagine how big the logo is, is another like 9 or 10 feet. So he's approximately 55 to 60 feet from the basket. He picks up the ball and just flings it to the other end and it goes in swish. I saw that on Twitter. He's, <laughs> video he, of it. And he's not even trying. It's crazy. It's totally, he's that Steph Curry guy. You know, you've seen the videos. There was a time when we were at the old sports station when this is when Golden State Warriors were the Beatles and they were like the best team ever and Sports Center cut live to warm up of Celtics Warriors so you could watch Steph Curry warm up. Yep. Cut to it live and he was just flipping the ball up from 40 feet and it was going in and flipping it up. It's like, you know, when the mascot goes out there and just flips it up and it goes in and that's what Luca is. He's, you know, Followell says Luca magic. He just, it just emanates from him. He's just so naturally gifted. He just does goofy stuff and the ball goes in. It's and unreal. It's, and the Dirk connection is so important because I do spend an irrational amount of time worrying about losing Luca. I know I don't need to yet. Do you but, want an update on that? Well, I just feel like Dirk having played 21 seasons here, showing Luca the way, this is what it's like when you stay with one team, when you stay with this team, when you stay in this city. I think it's an incredible example right there in front of Luca's eyeballs. Yeah, I, I think to your point, Ben, and I understand that. And I, that is the modern NBA. I mean, really, why did LeBron leave Cleveland a second time? What are you doing? But uh, that that's something to worry about. Uh, McMahon posted this the other day, and he's right. You don't really have to have that worry for another two and a half seasons. That gives the Mavericks two and a half seasons to put the guys around him to where he wants to stay here. Yeah. And so so we don't we don't have to worry about that yet. But my favorite part of this is I saw news. So did the new Lucas leak a day early or something? And what is that on your feet? I'm rocking Luca ones, bro. Show those. Woo! Pull it out. Look at those, K Ray. Oh, Can you see those groups? Can you see awesome. those? Those are incredible. Let me, let me put my Bottom. foot behind my neck. Yeah, yeah. Did that be hurt? more bendy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I can do that. I'm I'm so excited about these shoes. Like I I love the fact that Luca is a shoe guy. Yeah. Like I'm fascinated by that. Right. And then you know he cha- he's the type of guy that'll change shoes midway through a game. Right. And I think that's fascinating. I love that. And so when I, the first chance I had to get Luca ones, I went and bought them. And I bought for everyone in my family. 
The whole family. I, I, loaded, I had two minutes to get them before they sold out, and I bought every size of all my whole squad, and so oh, wow. everyone's. I thought we were dude. family, but I know. Fine, yeah. Then. How? What? What? Yeah. You, what did you drop? Uh, well, that's the cool thing about Luca shoes because, you know, these athletes have a chance to price them at one eighty five or two twenty five or whatever, and when they price them for everybody, that's when you know that this player cares about people. He's pricing them at one ten. Wait, let me do the math. Did you well, get, I didn't did get, him, you for get him for cat? I didn't okay. get him for cat. So you dropped a, a nice four fifty. Four fifty and couldn't be happier about it. Man, that is a guy who's dedicated to some Luca. But yep. yeah, from one ten just for a pair of shoes right. is really it, good. No, that is great. Yeah. That is I dropped uh one thirty five the other day on some new kicks for my son, so that is an awesome price, yeah. dude. Yeah. All right, that is the Super Sports Nooner. Uh it is the mighty Ben and Skin Show. We are loving our new time slot. We are loving our new station. We are loving our friends. The Speakeasy every morning from 7 to 11. We rock you from 11 to 3. And then you hear the downbeat with Mike Reiner and, of course, Mike Soroy and our buddy Grooves every day from 3 to 7. Coming up next, we are going to give you a scouting report of everybody that is on this station so you can get to know and love the people we're rocking it with. That's coming up next right here on The Freak. This is the Ben and Skin Show, starring the eternally positive Christina K. Ray Ray and the king of drops, sweet ass love funning groups. Laugh it up with us weekdays 11 to 3 on 971 The Freak. Thank you, radio announcer man. It is The Freak! Oh my gosh, this bad boy is finally on the air. I can't, uh, I just stood there yesterday from. Three to basically until we popped on at five, I just stood over in the corner of the stank tank with Groobs, and I just sat there smiling, kind of like uh, I don't know. It's probably creepy. It probably it was. Some, yeah, was it? I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> Forster Roy and Reiner are like, why is skin smiling like What's that? Wrong I mean, with that guy. I don't know. You were staring at greatness. I mean, it wasn't creepy because you were watching. You know, but I was playing pocket pool too. Yeah, right. That's the creepy. Part. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. You know, I was inspired. Yeah, you weren't watching like a collegiate cheerleading competition. You were, you know, that would have been super creepy. But I, you were watching greatness happen. I feel like groups behind the board for those two guys talking is the next best thing to mm-hmm. a collegiate cheerleading competition. Yeah. You know, if I were to rank them. Right. Um, but I think what we should probably do along those lines, we were talking about this, uh, before the, uh, the show started over there in the pube cube. And it's the idea that, we have this lineup here, and uh, had, did you get to hear uh, – so yesterday, the way the downbeat went down, I heard the whole show from 3 to 6.30 here. No, I'm sorry, from 3 to 6 here, and then Ben and I had to leave to go over to the Echo Lounge, and so I heard the entire 6 to 6.30 segment in the car, but then I didn't get to hear the Sunset Lounge. Well, luckily for me, when I was leaving Echo Lounge, the second I got in the car – the Sunset Lounge began. So I got to hear the whole show yesterday. All right. And it was uh, just spectacular. And there were so many good elements. But one of the things I loved is if you've been a listener of the Ben and Skin Show from 2 to 5 every day, then you've probably heard our listener call in or you've seen him on, uh, you know, the, the Ben and Skin Facebook groups, Handy Andy. Yes. And so Saroy was reading Reaction. And he read reaction from Handy Andy. And I'm paraphrasing, but it was something like, this is my first time listening to you guys. I'm a longtime Ben and Skin listener, and I am in. Yes. And I was sitting there going, 
okay, you know, this is pretty amazing that you're talking about Reiner and Saroy. I know. And we introduced a listener to them. So that kind of made me feel all right about what we've been doing. I talked to the radio, too, because I was listening to that on the way back as well. And I was like, Handy Andy's a good dude. Yeah. But exactly. Right after that, I was like, wait. He doesn't know Reiner. <laughs> it's, but it's a, it's a, mer- this is a merging of multiple audiences. Yeah. Which is great. You know, yeah. there's a lot of people that are going to come from the ticket. Some people will come from the fan. Right. I mean, I think Jeff Cavanaugh is the most likable person in the history of the fan. He, I totally agree. And there's people that have been riding with us since ESPN or back in the day that got on with us at the Eagle. So I think it's a merging of all these different audiences. And I, what I wanted to do was I wanted to go through, I've got a list of all the hosts and I want to just give, a scouting report on each person that's on this squad. Okay. Yeah, I just want to talk about each person. I love it, and I think it makes even more sense when you do think about the fact, hey, we've got loyal Ben and Skin listeners that maybe don't know about – So, I mean, we just assume everybody knows Groobs and Saroy and Reiner yeah. and Julie, but there's a lot of folks that, that don't. So this makes a whole hell of a lot of sense <laughs> to me, Ben. Yeah, and it's. Uh, I want to start with uh, Christina because oh. the reason I want to do that is because our buddy Mike Menton, who's a good friend of mine, I've been playing pickup basketball with him for – 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I he, assumed he, he was listening to our show. Okay. But he's a hardcore P1. So we have friends that have, that love the ticket that like us, but wouldn't come over. And right. now this is such a monumental shift. The Godfather is starting something new. Right. That they're coming over. Oh, I love and that. So he just texted me and said, who is the girl that's on with you? I'm like, you're a good Hi. friend of mine. She's been on our show for two years. Here's what, here's what's also so great about this. Uh-huh. So Mike Minton had a friend that used to call into the musers all the time and ended every one of his calls with, and Mike Minton is a little bitch. Oh, that yeah. so that went on. Did, did you remember the name when he said guy. it? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that's amazing. So yes, give a Christina scouting report. So Christina, and this is a, this is kind of a cool thing. Um, when you talk about building a team, there's people here that um, that I know very well. Like I know I've known Skin since we were 12. If Skin tells me with his sensibilities, "Hey, this person is good," I don't even need to hear them. I know they're good. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to go. Well, that's your opinion. Let me find out. Like I feel that strongly about the way Skin thinks, or KT, or you know, or people that I that I know and love and respect in this business. And so I was not super familiar with Christina. Before we connected with her here with our show, mm-hmm. I just knew that Skin and KT were just going, oh, my God, she's incredible. Da, da, da. And I was like, done. That's sweet. I'm I met in. you once at a cornhole tournament, like super random. But, yeah. yeah, I didn't really talk to you then. Yeah. And I and I was like, the minute she got here, I was like, oh, my God. And you just and, and so she's so positive. <laughs> she's so happy. You can hear her smiling uh, through the radio waves. Um you know, she is so talented and so likable and so nice. And she, you, you, you know, when you work in this business for a while, you work with people who get disgruntled or burn out. They hate going to events or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like she's loving every second of it. And that positivity is so infectious. And she can ride with our sexual innuendos and, and one up us. Yeah. Like she's not offended by anything. No, she and, rocks. But she's still incredibly classy at the same time. You know, it's like, I don't know. She's just she's pretty damn near perfect. You're damn near perfect. Thanks, and guys. We, we knew that, uh, we knew that going to the Eagle and dealing with the rock audience, we were like, okay, she's going to be the perfect secret weapon because you're truly a rocker chick. Mm-hmm. Like even like, you know, your music, you play guitar, you play it really well. 
and then also, you know, you've got a vibe. So we knew that you would be a good fit. But I would be, to me, it's almost like when the Mavericks drafted Luka. They knew Luka was going to be badass, but he was better than they thought faster. And so that's why, you know, we we joke a lot about KT, but it was going to be – the idea of, like, losing KT is that we need to replace KT. And then what we really did was we expanded your role, and we knew that – you could. You're ready for it. You're more than ready for it. You've been ready for it. So uh, I want to know from you what you were thinking when you left your old, your old job at Cumulus to come join the Ben and Skin oh, Show. Oh God! Well, and so I said this last night too. I was almost out of radio completely. Like everything was just dead end, and I'd been working my ass off to try to get an on air role. And I had a weekend shift, which was great. But I was like, no, I, I want to do talk radio like these ticket guys are doing. Like, that's fun. That's what I want to do. And, I mean, I interned with Bo and Jim, and that's what really started it. Like, right. that that was my goal. And uh, I wasn't getting anywhere. And then you guys, out of absolutely nowhere, reached out and then gave me my dream job. Hey, do you want to do a talk show on a rock station? <laughs> and I was like, people kept telling me that couldn't exist. That couldn't happen. Are you kidding? Um, and so that's why I just love, you know, all the events, this, because I seriously started at the bottom at promotions and worked my way up. And so every time I do something, I'm like, oh my God, I'm living my dream that I worked so hard for. Um, so yeah, that's it. I'm so happy. And then anyway, again, I said it last night too. Like I thought that was the dream. And then you guys introduced this with all of these people and this incredible roster of people I've dreamed of working with on air. And She's so, tearing up. Yeah. She's I tearing am up. tearing yes. up. I was trying to stop. I was like, no, it's no, go all I'm in. too tired for this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're tired, you're emotional. It happens to all of us. Yep, yep, yep. But no, I just, uh, I love being here and you guys keep giving me the confidence and support that I need. Um, but yeah, uh, here we go. Here God we go. bless you. So happy to have you on board. <laughs> Um, okay, and then we talked about Groobs in the opening segment. You know, having yeah, Groobs on our me. show, <laughs> Groobs is, uh, gr- like, having Groobs be a part of this is, is the one thing that each person, like, lights up so much when they hear, wait, what, Groobs? Yeah. Like, the most lovable person in DFW radio history. And for him to be on both our show and the downbeat, like, it, there was a couple days where he was in studio and just kind of getting his bearings and, like, figuring – and, like, the razor-sharp wit. Like, we've had – Brendan is was so good. Lo- I miss uh, Brendan. I really do. But Yeah, you know, Clarence he, he, was great. Yeah, like Clarence we, money. We, Like, we've had uh, – you know, Shippy is amazing. So many really talented people uh, and Christina, uh, you know, that have helped us and been on our show. But Grooves is – you know, he's the goat. Like he's, he's the, the goat. He's created his own category and he's just and it, I would hear some of those razor the razor sharp wit of some of his drops. I was like, "Oh my god." You know what's crazy about Groobs? Uh and so last night when so Dirk was already there and then Groobs walked around the corner and there was that really incredible moment where it was like, "Oh yeah, remember that time Dirk bought Groobs's house and maybe they <laughs> slept in the same bedroom at some point, you know, and they're uh but if this is going to be the 2011 Dallas Mavericks, he is Brian Cardinal. He is the teammate that everybody on that team wanted to have as the teammate yes. more than anybody else, and his love is infectious. Look Aww. at you. Love you, Groobs. Look love y'all. All right. Awesome. I will say I just barely missed working with Groobs at the other station. but I, I wouldn't was, say you missed it. I was friends with you, <laughs> and I had heard about how great you were. And then, seriously, the first day you had filled in for board hopping with us – 
you like hit a drop already, like in no time. And I was like, oh my god, this I was bored is, back here. This is the greatness of Grooves, and you're so sweet. So I'm Sweetheart. very excited to finally be working with you, Grooves. Well, I'm a teddy bear. Uh, okay, uh, I want to get to Mike Reiner. Okay. Um, when when Reiner filled in for you, Skin, when you were fighting the cancer, we had him on the air, and I was listening to him going. Oh my God. Like he's lost nothing on his fastball. Like he sounds exactly like the guy that I've loved as a listener and exactly like the guy that I've idolized as a host or admired. And it's, he's the guy who could read me my insurance card in my car. And I would think it was fascinating. His cadence, his delivery, his vocabulary, his just level of cool, you know, everything, the skins on the wall, everything he brings to the table, his presence, he just, he's a wordsmith. He carefully chooses everything he says, and I'm just always on the edge of my seat waiting to see what he says next. Like, he's lost none of what makes him the GOAT. And so, I just, you know, if you need a scouting report on, on Mike Reiner, you know, where have you been for the last, you know, several years? This guy is a freaking legend. He's a legend, and it's really when, when I think when he got on board is when we knew, okay, this is going to be great. You know, uh, there was, there was a lot of things going on and a lot of talk and all this stuff, but when he committed to this thing, that was when like, man, we really have a chance to do something special here. Uh, and then he started putting all these pieces together to take us over the top. And, and to, to Ben's point, it's just a really unique mixture of, he is so very Dallas. Like, you know, grew up in Oak Cliff. Been a voice of Dallas on legendary shows and stations, created a legendary station, and then on top of that, has such a unique parlance and vocal quality and perspective on things that, you know, we were talking yesterday about the first words he said on the new station and how that had come together, but also when I got in my car last night and heard his introduction to the Sunset Lounge, and when he was done with it, Shoopy in there just lost his mind on air. It's, that, <laughs> that was is, awesome. <laughs> that is quintessential Mike Reiner, yeah. and it's about as uh, distinguished a presence and sound and speaker as anybody that you'll have in, in DFW radio, man. Yeah. All right, so there's the, the Mike Reiner scouting report. Yes. Anybody want to add anything to that? Baseball Jesus. I love uh, him. Yeah, legend. Legend. Shoopy. Right. <laughs> okay, I want to talk about Mike Soroy. All right. So, I think Mike Soroy might be the very best at what we do, like of anybody in this market. And I think there's a lot of talented people, but um, I think he is so naturally funny and relaxed and just cool. Like I just we we've been in all these meetings, and I'm like. He'll, he'll crack me up in a meeting, like just a business meeting. And I'm like, everything he does is just so damn funny. And I'm like, this guy was on the ticket for 16 years without getting a full-time gig as a host. And I'm thinking, no, no, no. Let's build an entire radio station around this dude. <laughs> this guy is a god. Like, I freaking love this guy so much. And he could not be... More humble and down to earth, but I just think he's one of the funniest dudes in in the world. Well, I can hog a mic, 
but I'm going to defer to Christina first because yeah. she probably knows more about Mike Soroy than us. I, so I know wh- quite a bit. <laughs> why don't you say a little bit about him? No, he is the epitome of team having fun. And someone had said not too long ago, like, oh, man, I bet just going to the grocery store with Mike Soroy is fun. And I'm like, yes, even going to the gas station, he makes it fun because, like Ben said, he's just funny without even trying. And he makes me laugh all the time. And uh, I don't think he's actually trying most of the time, but he's just a very funny guy, and he's also very sweet. Uh, I hope he doesn't get mad at me for saying that, but he's sweet, and he cares about other people. Like, uh, his mom was dealing with the hurricane just last week, and he was calling her constantly. He was calling people who lived right by her to make sure that she would be okay. Uh, so, yeah, and I'm very excited that he's finally getting this opportunity that he's needed and deserved for so long. Yeah, there's, uh, I agree with everything you guys are saying. And even in that opening segment, just the hilarity of the, when he was workshopping the different names that could possibly be, oh or God. like when you, he, you hear all the names of his volleyball serves and yes. things like that. When Norm McDonald passed away, all of his peers were talking about him in different ways. And the most insightful thing I heard anybody say, and I believe it was Conan that said this, but, when when he would when Norm Macdonald would go into one of his routines, what you really saw there was an inside peek into the way that a person's brain operates. Like it's a very intimate thing. They're they're with just in the way they're riffing, they're showing you how they think and how their brain works. And I kind of got that sensation yesterday as he was talking about his volleyball serves. I'm like. You know, this is a comedy routine, but you're getting an inside look as to the way that this person's brain operates, and it is amazing. And he didn't make that up, by the way, because I was there playing volleyball when those serves were happening. So that was a real thing. It's a real thing? (laughs) Yeah. So cool. That's why I like that host so great. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to uh, KT. KT! Um, Skin? Kevin's interesting. (laughs) Um, So I liked it. It, The the, the state fair, like... (laughs) Yeah. It's yep. not like what? Yep. Yep. There's a little bit of Kevin oh, for I you. Love him. So, uh we have a very very uh special place in our heart for KT. Um because you know, he was one of those guys that was very reluctant to leave the ticket, but uh and when we were, you know, picking new people to go with us uh, at our old job at the fan, you know, he was a guy that we knew about and we, you know, had talked to him a little bit. But, you know, it's just for guys that are over there, it's very hard to leave. But I think he realized, okay, I'm looking at two guys that would be ahead of me on the food chain of not getting their job if they hadn't left to go do their own thing. And so he I, he made a really smart choice for him to come grow with us and get a role he wasn't going to get over there quick enough. And we watched him blossom and grow, and he should have had this opportunity a long time ago. And I'll just, you know, whatever, it's my opinion. The fan made a huge mistake when me and Ben left, not immediately promoting him and giving him his own show. Uh, and we were able to capitalize on their mistake. Mm-hmm. And now they got to go up against him and Kavanaugh and Julie in the morning. So have fun with that. Good luck. Good luck. But uh, he is, uh, you know, w- the giving Kevin a hard time, that's a bit. I, I love Kevin Turner. I mean, I love the guy, and I'm, and I know Ben too. I'm so happy for him. So happy. You He's almost good. cried like no, I did. I did, I, not. Did. I did not. You started to break up a little I bit. Did. I have, dude. I had cancer. Back off. 
Yeah. Sir. With you. Okay. Uh, yeah, it did, it did a great thing to drop yeah. it any time. You can get out of any situation. Kavanaugh. So Kavanaugh, we, you know, we worked with him at, at 105.3 The Fan. Um, I didn't mention Kavanaugh yet, did I? I don't I'm remember. No, you haven't. Scrambled. I want to say one thing about KT, yes. by yes. the way. Yes. I was upset that we've had so much going on. I didn't really get to just like sit and realize, oh my God, this is my last show working with yes. KT. I mean, thank God he's still like with us and we can still mix with him, but like actually on our show. Um, but he's super funny. He's hilarious and it- I, He's the hardest working he's person so, I've ever yeah. been with. Yeah. He's incredible. And so we didn't get KT. to give him a send off because of the I way know. the fake yeah. was happening. Maybe we could do sucks. it, have him come no, back. No, to no, work. no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't ever want him on these airwaves uh, again. But so, uh, so when Kavanaugh. I'm dead, just throw me in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> Kavanaugh. <laughs> That's so great, Frank. Uh, so Kavanaugh, we're at, we're at 1053 the fan and we have this mandate. You guys got to talk 100% sports and they're just forcing more and more and more sports and Kavanaugh's great at sports, but my favorite thing was listening to him do Jeffrey time. Yes. Which was him just riffing about Bigfoot or dinosaurs or whatever the F is on his mind. He is an authentic, yep. <laughs> he's such an authentic person. Like he's totally vulnerable. He's like, this is me. Here's every quirk I have. Here's how I feel about mental health. Here's all my secrets. There's no secrets. And I just love how honest, open and vulnerable that is. And he's one of the easiest people to root for in the history of ever because he's just such a good human being that literally cares about everyone else more than he cares about himself. He he is such an interesting creature because he is he is as uncomfortable with himself as he is comfortable with himself at the same time. Like he's very effortless uh, in the same way Soroy is very effortless. He's effortless with a lot of things he does. But man, last night on stage... You could see the social anxiety pouring out of him, you know, because there was people there. And it's just like it's so unique because I think so many guys want to be a Jeff Kavanaugh type. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes I don't think he gets that. And he struggles with these social anxieties. And it just makes him a really, I don't know, endearing person beyond being like handsome and athletic and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, it's weird, like you said, because he does come across as very confident. And then other times... No, he's, you know, just a normal person. It's like we're, we're all dealing with our own self-consciousness here. Uh, but I love Kavanaugh, especially his nerdy side and dinosaurs and yes. uh, House of sh- the Dragon. Sorry, go ahead. We should also – no, I don't mean to cut you off. You yeah. guys have a dinosaur connection. Yes, we do. Um, Matt Cather's great. People are going to love Matt Cather. Uh, shares an OnlyFans account with his dad, which and he served our country. Yeah, watching now performing, by the way, for the OnlyFans. That's a good that was something that confused me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When right. y'all first brought it right. up in our meeting, because you right. wanted to see that action, but then you I found was intrigued. Out, yeah, yeah. You know, I was intrigued. I wanted to support a friend. Athletic yeah. build. Uh, and then Julie Dobbs. Wait, you know what I'm going to oh, do? Julie. Hold on, I want to do something. You talk about yes. Julie. I want everybody. I want to. I got to look it up. But I want everybody to follow Matt Cather on Twitter. Okay. Because I started following him, and he's got great college football and MMA opinions. Let's go. Okay, he is at Matt Cather on air. So, at Matt Cather on air. So Julie Dobbs is another. She's a per, we did we didn't overlap uh, at the ticket, and I told you I just stopped listening to the ticket. I didn't want to be influenced by the ticket, but it's it's the reason why I even wanted to be on the radio. Uh, and so we were grateful to be there while we were. But when we left, people are like, oh, you guys are just trying to be the ticket. So I'm like, I'm just never going to listen again. I'm mm-hmm. just going to move on. Um, and so I didn't, I wasn't familiar with her work. Like I hadn't heard, I just knew 
she was beloved. I got familiar with her on the Mom Game podcast because oh, yeah. I love Emily Jones. Back and, off on and that. And so dude. I love that podcast. And But I knew Emily way better than I knew Julie. And, like, that is one of the most respected, beloved people in the history of our business. Like, you ask anyone who's worked with Julie Dobbs. They will pull you aside, sit you down, and say, that is one of the greatest human beings you will ever meet in your entire life. And now that I've had a chance to be around her in meetings and listening to her today, I was like, oh, my God. She's probably going to be one of my favorite people on this entire station. She is so much fun. I'm not already, by the way. Yeah, (laughs) I'm looking at you talking, but out of the corner of my eye, I see Christina's head nodding in agreement. So why don't you take this? Well, she's just so genuinely sweet, and it comes out on the radio. Like, just listening to them this morning, I was smiling and laughing at everything she said, and she accidentally asked KT about his lizard. Like, how big is your lizard? And I thought it was the funniest thing because you know she didn't mean it that way. But it definitely came across. That way, but uh, I absolutely love Julie, um, and I can't say enough good things about her. That that conversation they were having, where they were trying to tell her porn is better than Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh my like, gosh, yes. you guys don't get it. She's not into porn. Right. She's into Fifty Shades She's of Grey. So sweet. That works yes. just fine for her. Uh, I'll say one last thing about her. You know, my first introduction to her was actually, and I think Barry Horn wrote it, was a piece about her fighting cancer. And this must have been five or six years ago. I don't remember the exact timeline, but she at the time she was working for Bally. Or I guess it was Fox Sports Southwest on their Stars coverage. And that's how I got to know who she was. So I'd read about her and knew about her before I ever actually got to meet her. But uh, she's an amazing part of this. And uh, that's your cast and crew. And, man, Ooh. we are so very happy to have them all. 97 won the freak. Oh, my God. All right. Here's what we got. Coming up next, we got the Today Game, then the evolution of the show. We got so much to get to. We're going all the way until 3 o'clock, and then the downbeat's going to take over. You never have to leave 97 won the freak. You can just keep it locked here all the time, and good times will ensue. Hey, before we move forward, I want to talk about DFW Security. Got to hang out with Guy Page last night, some of the owners of DFW Security. Guys, why? It was great to have them, them there. They're an important partner of ours. They mean the world to us, and they've had our back. So if you want to support a radio station, if you have some hosts that you like and you want to make sure that they get to keep doing what they do, the best thing you could do is support their advertising partners. And because, you know, advertisers like DFW Security are partners like that that are with us through thick and thin. They keep our lights on. They make all this possible. And right now there's a chance for you to reach out to DFW Security and get an incredible deal. We just need you to call them. Call them now. Mention Ben and Skin and let them be your new home security company. Yes, indeed. And you're going to be happy that you picked them. Uh, last night, you know, Ben was talking about we're talking to Guy and the gang. And uh, it's it's really like we can come on here and we can tell you the copy points and the features. But – we own this system, right? Like we have it at our house. Uh, we have it at our business in Salina. We choose to use them because they are great and the features are awesome. And having everything right there on your phone that you can control no matter where you are, as rolled down there at that party last night, we can check in on anything happening around the house, the kids coming and going, anybody showing up. It's 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 great technology, and starting with a three camera setup that you can get as part of this uh, Halloween special, that's a great start. I would go all in. I would get additional cameras. I love the smart lock features. I love the smart thermostat. That is, you can't. You go well. What's the big deal about that? 
man, think about this. You go to vacation in the middle of the summer, right? You can control your temperature from where you are, and as soon as you land back in Dallas where it's a 1,000 degrees, you can crank the AC on so that it's comfortable when you get home. There's just a lot of really cool features that you don't think about, and that's all of, as Dirk would say, the complete fun package that you get with DFW Security. Give them a call, 214-390-9914. Tell them Ben and Skin sit you and get two free months. 214-390-9914, or check them out online at dfwsecurity.com. Meet 97.1 The Freak. Hello, everyone. Jeff Cavanaugh here, excited in the speakeasy, 7 to 11 a.m. Monday through Friday to talk all things Dallas Cowboys. Wait, what? All the, all the I know time. that's kind of your thing, but like, we're not here to just talk about the Cowboys, right? Yeah, we're the home of the Mavs, you ass. And the home of weird stuff, guys. Let's just have some fun. Mornings, it's the Speakeasy with Jeff Cavanaugh, Julie, and KT from 7 to 11. On 97.1 The Freak. We say what we want. Did KT just call Julie an ass on that promo? He kind of did. He kind of did. KT, get your act together. God, I hate him. God, what a jerk. He gets his own show, and now he's calling Julie an ass. In three, two, one. Reliant Air Conditioning would never call Julie an ass. They respect her. They're not like Kevin Turner. They respect you, and they respect your home. That's why they don't send salespeople out there. They send technicians that are on top of this market, on top of the game, on top of their craft to come out and make an assessment about what you need. What you need is to get your air conditioning service twice a year, once in the spring before it gets too hot, once in the fall before it gets too cold. The reason being, staying on top of it will get you longer-lasting life with your air conditioning unit because you don't want to replace that thing because it's expensive. However, if you do need to replace it, and you won't – look, they're not going to force you to replace it. You won't replace it with Reliant until it's actually time. They're going to keep yours running for a long time. But if you do need to replace it, they're the ones to go to. Not only do they never have supply chain issues because they are the largest supplier here in the southwest, uh, they can get to it super quick. Uh, They can come out and make an assessment, and they can – It's Ben and Skin on 97.1 The Freak. Oh my god. I love it. It's hard not to dance. Uh, this is. Oh, can you do the Dougie? Is oh, that, I want to. Is that what it is? I wouldn't even know. Nah, so this really, honestly, this would be more like someone doing the cabbage patch or the running man. This is, this is right. late 80s. I still don't know public enemy. But I, all I really want to do is learn how to do the Dougie. I really want too badly. You can do it. You just got to do it right. Can't really, can't really do. It. I need no, to work that. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of hard to do it to public enemy. All right, this is the world famous Ben and Skin Show ninety seven one. The freak. Hope y'all like what you see. I always thought that was one of the weirdest things. It, it happens in a lot of movies. Do you like what, what you, you see? see? And the other one is the real creepy guy who's like trying to get in on a business opportunity that he has no part being in. He's like. I just want to get in and wet my beak. <laughs> Ew. I just Isn't wet. that creepy? It is creepy. I just want to wet my beak a Do little. You know, no, I know sorry. you got some tips tonight. I just like a little bit of, just want to wet my beak. Isn't that gross? Yes. Uh, I all feel right. weird now. Yeah, me too. I felt weird already. Sorry, all right, this is 
The Ben and Skin Show, Ben Rogers, Jeff Skin Wade, Christina K. Ray Ray, and Sweet Ass Groobs. We're happy to hold it down. The Midday Marauders, uh, your lunchtime funny right here on 97.1 The Freak was just out in the pube cube. That's kind of the prep area where everybody hangs out in their cubes and uh, saw the downbeat down there. Oh. Just talking it out, getting ready to do their show. And I'm so freaking excited because I thought the speakeasy today with KT and Kavanaugh and Julie and Cather was phenomenal. Like it was hard not to listen. Like we were trying to prep for our show, but we were cracking up listening to them. Yeah. This this sounds like an insult. It's not meant that way. They were better than I could have possibly imagined. Right. Because this was their first time on the air together. I knew KT and Kavanaugh would be fine. They were roommates and they did a show together on the weekends at the fan. But they're not, they don't go way back with Julie. And I'm listening to this going, how is, how do they have that good of chemistry? I know. So, and it's like, oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're professionals and they're likable. Of course this is, but I just thought it sounded like a show that had been on the air for four or five years. Right. And then yesterday getting to listen to the downbeat. Or is it called Glenn now? I mean, it's just like it was. I was yeah. laughing the entire time. Like, great show, dude. This is going to be so awesome. So you can keep it locked on the freak. You never need to go anywhere else. It's time for us to play the today game. But before we throw it to the intro, we want to let you know this is brought to you by Rollertown Beer Works. It's oh, yes. a brewery that Skin and I are investors in. That is in Salina, Texas, and uh, they buy advertising to sponsor this segment. And uh, you know, Dirk is one of our partners. Dirk was there last night. Uh, at the event, it was yeah, fun man. talking about the beer with him. And, um, you know, he's, uh, you know, he had Rollertown out to his big tennis charity event and it was so cool just to be, you know, Dirk wanted to be loud and proud about it. And then Steve Nash started posting about it. We talked a lot of beer with Steve Nash and Steve Nash is like, every time I'm at Dirk's playing t- tennis, I always reach in his fridge and grab a big German. So cool. I love it. And we were like, wow, that's Steve. That's nice of Steve Nash to be nice to us and just say that. And then Steve Nash got on Instagram and started posting about it. It's so awesome. It's great to to get that kind of support. And uh, anytime you see Roller Town out and about, it's at different restaurants all around town. We talk about it at all the Pluckers. By the way, Pluckers City View location is on and popping. We're going to be out there soon. Uh, Cane Rosso, uh, places like Jake's, places like Good Friend, the uh, Globe Life, American Airlines Center. It is all over. Uh, and, you know, if you go to your favorite watering hole, tell them, hey, get Roller Town on tap. We'd love that. But this weekend, we are bringing the State Fair to Salina. Uh, because we have the tap room opening at 10.30 so that we can have the Texas OU game on and have Roller Town flowing. We're also going to have Boardwalk Bites, Carnival Food Truck, Corn Dogs, Funnel Cakes, Ribbon Fries, Lemonade. We're going to have a balloon artist from noon to 2. Big Tex on stilts from 1 to 2. That is happening at our brewery. Yes. Always a spectacle. And then from 4 to 9, uh, Caribbean Cajun Food Truck to close out the evening. And then live comedy night at 9 o'clock. So what a huge day Saturday out at the brewery bringing the fair to Salina. So make sure to come out for that. But right now, it's time for this. On this day in history, throughout time, magical things have happened. Here to prove this is the only radio show with the balls to look history dead in the mother eye. It's time to play the Today Game. It's a game that's happening today. Let's go. Take it away, you jackwagons. All right. It's time to play the Today Game for today, October the 4th, 2022. Brought to you by Rollertown Beer Works in Salina, Texas. And we'll start with it being... National Taco Day. With the first pick in the, the food, food draft, draft Jeff Wade takes, takes Mexican, Mexican food. food. Oh! 
With uh, you know ground beef and cheddar cheese tacos, yep. right? And and so now that I have a wife who comes from a Mexican family, I now call those gringo tacos, and that's my name for. I'm sure other people call it that too, but she didn't call it that. I was like, hey, I like gringo tacos. Sometimes I want that style. But then you know, if you grew up with a Mexican family or you grew up in Southern Texas, you probably have what now people will call street tacos, mm-hmm. where it's more focused on. What the meat is, and then there will be like diced onions, cilantro. cilantro. You rarely have cheese on it unless it's like that cojito uh, Mexican style, like a little crumbly white cheese. Yeah, I love I that love too. That. And a lot of times my wife will put feta cheese on it, which mm-hmm. they're, they're similar. Uh, and then uh, – so they're both great. They're just very different tacos, but they're both great, and I crave both of them. Uh, but for a lot of time, my wife, if you want to know where to get the best tacos, I think my wife makes the best tacos, but I will make the distinction. She says, you want tacos for dinner? I'm like, Hey, can we go gringo? Or sometimes I'll say, Hey, yeah, I'm in the mood for, for Mexican tacos. That's the main difference. The main difference, quite frankly, the main difference is whether or not it's got like cheddar cheese on it and then just how much cilantro, onion, and tomato. I can't do cilantro, but Mike's Roy has a hot taco opinion. Oh. Why don't they put rice in tacos? Like a burrito, basically? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. What's stopping everyone from doing that? Because I'll do that at at home when I make my own tacos. I'll put rice in there and it's great. Do you mix, do you uh, go with refried beans? Yeah. Okay. Do sometimes. you mix, do you mix your rice and your beans together? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, my wife's mom makes the best, like what you'd call Spanish rice. Oh my god. Yeah. You put all of that inside a hard shell taco. Let's oh, buy oh, it. Oh, oh, hard shell. Yeah. Soft taco guy. Okay. You we, know what? We can do soft on. taco too. They're both great. That's Don't. right. Sometimes you want crunch. So uh, when I got over my thing, I had to go soft tacos. The crunchy tacos yeah. were hard for me to eat. Yeah. Um, but. They both have their place. I was like, Ben, I, I almost always went soft tacos. And then I had a crunchy taco, and I was like, man, I've been missing out. These are great, too. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind putting sour cream on a gringo taco. Yeah. I won't put it on a street taco, but I will put it on a gringo taco. Dude, I'm fine with sour cream, guac, queso. Let's go. All sour cream, guac, <laughs> Brett Fart. queso. Brett, will you name Onions. all the Tex-Mex ingredients, please? Bootleg. Meat. <laughs> down the field. Tomatoes. Pocket. Toys, <laughs> short screens, the accuracy. Yeah, yeah, the accuracy is it's uh, something. Uh, yeah. So National Taco Day next on the Today Game. Uh, Leave it to Beaver premiered on this day in 1957. But it's Leave it to Beaver and Taco Day. You got That's Beaver. Just very. Uh, How is that? I don't know. You got Beaver I'm and Taco four. mixed up. Ten four. Ten four. <laughs> That's the date. How are they even? What is I'm trying to like look at my my graph here, and I'm not seeing where the beaver and taco line pass. I just where the show leave it to beaver and tacos. Where do they making an observation? 
Nice beaver. He's working harder than a North American snow beaver in there, man. Just all effort. thought you were in a convoy when you yeah, said that. Like, ten four, good buddy. I was like, I've never heard her use that trucker lingo before. That's one thing about my daughter. And I, you know, when I when I look at Christina, I think of her like our sister. You know, her little sister. And she, right. and then I, I'm so I think she's awesome. And I'm raising a little girl, and I hope she grows up to be just like Christina. Aww. And I hope her too. Uh, at, at Christina's age, is very unfamiliar with truck stops and trucker lingo. <laughs> yes. It's a bad sign if she spent a bunch of time around truck stops. <laughs> I've been awake for three days, Dad. <laughs> oh, God, that's scary. Scary to even think about. Uh, guys, uh, Joker, the movie, was released on this day in 2019. <laughs> you know, I forgot how creepy that movie was. Yeah. Uh, but I went back to try to find some clips for it because we had Why So Serious on there. I was like, no, that's not the right movie. That's different. Um, but yeah, it's so creepy. I don't think I can rewatch that ever. So that's the one uh, that just came out a couple years ago. Yeah, 2019. Yeah. I so uh, I hated that movie. Yeah. Really? I, Why? I, I realize it's an excellent movie. All right. Like very well made. And the it's a really smart movie. Like it references this uh, Robert De Niro movie, King of Comedy, with Jerry Lewis, and it and it merges those two things together. They're about the same ideas, but it was so dark and so nihilistic at a time yeah. period where I was getting destroyed by the state of the world that I just didn't want it. And and you know that's the whole thing about uh, you know different. Pop cultural artifacts, whether they're songs or books or movies or whatever, and different points in your life where you interact with them, they can mean something differently 10 years later. And I get it. There's a movie that I probably would hate now called Kids, you know, that Harmony Corinne made, where when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is provocative. But now that I have teenage kids, I don't want to see teenage kids wilding and doing horrible stuff. Yeah. But that movie, to me... It was the wrong time in the history of America to watch something like that. It was just way too dark and no glimmer of hope yeah. for me to dig that movie. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I have a hard time in general watching movies that are going to depress me. Yeah. yeah, I like comedies. Let's stick with comedies, please. <laughs> I got I got to have, you know, I, I do want to, I don't mind darkness, but there's got to be some balance there. And there was nothing balanced in that movie. Mm -mm. It was one sledgehammer to the head after another. You know, Dahmer's kind of like that. That's about as dark as I want to go. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, you binge watch it. You just get covered in the darkness. Yeah. You know, I'm good. it's heavy. Um, KT had an iconic CBS sports minute that led him to hosting a morning show six years ago today. It's KT here for another CBS Sports Radio Minute. The Cowboys are off to a 3-1 and one start, and everything is great in Cowboy land. You okay? I mean, the head coach is a little salty, but it happens. 
I'd be salty too if I had to deal with fish every day. <laughs> Zeke and Dak were seen at a Dallas club with Snoop Dogg, and automatically the media scrutiny rained down on the Cowboys rookies. Meanwhile, Gronk takes a summer sex cruise and is praised for his sexual prowess. <laughs> but whatever, that's not the point of this. The point is, what the hell is Snoop Dogg doing DJing at a club called the Punk Society? Like, has it really gotten that bad for the D-O-double-G? I know the Snoop Lion thing was a reach, but is my man Calvin Broaddus so down on his luck that he's got to accept DJ gigs at the Punk Society? What's next? Go see Snoop in Big Spring at the Crab and Clap. Hey guys, let's go see Snoop DJ tonight in Wichita Falls at the Scrotum Ranch. And imagine being Snoop's manager. Yo, Snoop, I got you a great gig, man. Guest DJing in Archer City at the Medicated Stiffy. Seems like a real weird deal. We're all pulling for you, Snoop. Snoop a loop. For another CBS Sports Radio Minute, I'm KT, wishing you success in all your bedroom encounters. He said, I'm pulling for you, too. I don't think he should have said <laughs> yeah. that. I don't know if he meant to or not. God, that was so good. <laughs> what a what a funny thing to say to someone. Hey, I'm pulling for you. Yeah, I'm wishing you, what do you say? I'm wishing you good luck in all your bedroom encounters. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Just fantastic. 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 Uh, guys, Beverly Hills 90210 was released on this day in 1990. Not you, Shoopy. That's not you. You're not doing that, right? Not you, Shoopy. Was that Shoopy? Yeah. Thought we'd gotten rid of that forever. Oh, yes. I love it. No. Oh, he oh, got the drum no. kit. Yes. Someone get in there and delete all that. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> I, was, I love it. It's funny. I was just sitting there thinking. I was listening to that, going, "Man, these are the worst drum sounds I've ever heard." And <laughs> way out of time. Then suddenly, a cowbell comes swooping in from the top rope. <laughs> Guys, AC Green is fifty-nine. You did turn around. In 2001, AC retired as the Iron Man of the NBA. Shortly after, he got married, and he did it. <laughs> Alicia Silverstone is 46. I don't know why Dion's going out with a high school boy. They're like dogs. You have to clean them and feed them. And they're just like these nervous creatures that jump and slobber all over you. Ew! Get off of me! Ugh, as if! I wanted to try to find that movie that she was in that you hated so much. The well, Requeen. I, okay. I didn't know how to say it. Is it the Requin? Do you know this word? No. R-E-Q-U-I-N. I couldn't Requeen. find that audio. It's the single worst movie that's ever been made ever. Is it? Is that a name of a creature or something? What is that? The mo- In the movie, she's clearly just getting a payday, and uh-huh. it's a shark movie, but the idea was there's a bad... You know, you know how like in Bora Bora, you see these pictures online, people go on vacation, and they stay in a hut. That's in the water. Right. Well, a storm comes and it detaches the hut from, and it just turns it into a boat and it floats out to sea. Okay. And then giant sharks prey on Alicia Silverstone in the Requin. Why didn't she get out of the hut before the storm got there? Bro, I paid for that. I bought that movie on pay-per-view. I'm <laughs> screaming for help. This is a cry for help. Stop me. Please help me. How much was it? Five ninety-nine. dollars It was like nineteen ninety-nine. Oh, my God, Ben. <laughs> this is the least surprising thing you've ever confessed. We know this about you. And I think the thing that's going to be really sad is when you tell us that you fell asleep during it and then rebought it the next day so you could finish it. Did you? That's why he's in debt. <laughs> yes. That thing you do hit theaters on this day okay. in 1996. Why is this on here? Oh, my God. Okay, then I'll shut up. Why do you hate it? You 
Hold on, I'm gonna lose. Oh, damn it! The O'Neaters? I don't hate on him. I just think of all the movies in the world, this doesn't stand out to me as being anything special. It does have the great scene where this is a ballad, and then that guy starts playing drums in double time, and he turns it into a hit. And they're freaking out. He's yeah. like, dude, no, way too fast. What are you doing? Isn't it like Steve Zahn that does it? Is he the drummer? He's, uh, no, he's not the drummer. Okay. Uh, Tom Hanks' son is in this, right? No, is he? Is he I, I think it's a Tom Hanks movie, too. Like, Tom he Hanks produced it. Yeah. He's the manager yeah. or something. Was he doing the Elvis impersonation, the, <laughs> yeah. the manager that KT hates? I need to see that Elvis movie. Is that on, weird? Is it yeah. uh, downloadable yet? It's on pay per view. It's on Hulu. It's actually yeah. on regular cable too, I believe. Oh, really? It's also on HBO Max. Yes. All right, yeah. I'm gonna watch it right yeah. now. Yep. Hold on, don't leave yet. Uh, guys, the voice of Patrick from SpongeBob, Bill Fagerbaki, is 65. Yep. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Patrick. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Patrick. Oh, I'm not a Krusty Krab. You're welcome, guys. Is he the gay starfish? Mm-hmm. He, I don't know if he's gay. I always thought but that, he's a happy starfish. Yeah, okay. I think he's a gay starfish. Yeah. Do you know, Groobs? Have you? Have you? Have you? He's he's a starfish. All right. But I don't think the other part matters. Who's the gay starfish? Times. Guys, the star of Cha Cha Real Smooth, Dakota Johnson, is 33. Cha Cha Sidestep. Cha Cha. the f- I wrote it down. Hold on a second. Cha Cha. Hold on. Cha Cha Real Slow. Yeah. Cha- Did you see it, John? No, I didn't, but I heard it's good. Yeah. It's great. Cha Cha Real Slow. Jeez, I did, I did write down the guy's is, name. What is that it. on? That is on Apple Plus. In this cha-cha real smooth, she's so good. And she's in this movie with this dude, Cooper Rafe. I don't know if you know who he is. We're going to get funky. funky. This is a weird mixed version of the song, but. Funky. 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 No. Everybody clap your hands. Clap, your hands. clap, 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 clap your hands. Clap, 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 clap your hands. All right, now, we got to do the basic step. To the left. Take it back now, y'all. One hop this time. Right foot, let's stop. Left foot, let's stop. Cha-cha, real smooth. There it is. Boom, there it is. And finally, Russell Simmons is 65. Yep. Right here's what I want you all to do for me. Bang! What you're looking for the same thing. It's a new thing. Check out this. What about Public Enemy twice in one day? Give us a little uh, background on Russell Simmons. So if KT was still on the show, this would be prime teardown Turner. There's been some really unfortunate things that have come out about Russell Simmons in the last couple years. But he is the man that started Def Jam Records with Rick Rubin. And, of course, they broke the Beastie Boys, Public Enemy. I mean, so many legendary uh, hip-hop acts, L.O. Cool J, just on and on and on. Uh, he is the brother of Run, of Run DMC, and one of the seminal figures in hip-hop leaving the five boroughs and becoming an international thing. Uh, got into movies, got into fashion, uh, TV shows, all kinds of stuff. He is a media mogul, but he did some unfortunate things by a lot of accounts with models. Oh, and so Groobs is supporting him by playing this. He is. Mm. Your response, Groobs. 
No comment. Okay. That's so smart. That's smart. I put you on the spot there. All right. Coming up next, we dig deep into the evolution of this here show, and we talk about how excited we are about this newest incarnation. And there was a there was a, a conversation I had with Groobs that stopped me in my tracks during all this, and I'll tell you what it is next. Nice. Before we get to that, I want to talk about Orchard.com. If you own your own home, you can go to Orchard.com right now and get a free appraisal of what your home is worth. This is a no-strings-attached free appraisal, free of charge, free to you. You're not going to ask anything of you. They're just going to say, based on proprietary algorithms, this is what your home is worth right now. And your email address, your home address, boom, they're going to send it to you. Now, while you're there at Orchard.com, it's going to say, oh, how'd you hear about us? That's where we need you to select K-E-G-L. Yeah, and Ben, not only does Orchard guarantee the sale of your home, but if when it sells for more than your cash offer, you keep the upside. How much upside? Over the last decade, the average Orchard client receives $56,000 more than their guaranteed cash offer. That's awesome. And this is no cost. It's no obligation. We just want you to go to Orchard.com and see what the offer is for you and see if you can go dance on this dance floor. This is going to make you uh, a lot of, of, of money. It's going to put you in a position to shine. You just need to go to Orchard.com and see what works best for you at no cash and no obligation. Go there right now and get your free Home evaluation at Orchard.com. That's Orchard.com. Yes, indeed, Groobs. It's Orchard.com. Ben and Skin and Free Donuts on 97.1 The Free. Spoiler alert. Donuts are gone. All right, they are sitting down, but I'm going to go ahead and give away a whole four-pack of tickets to the State Fair of Texas. Color number five right now. 214-787-1971. Again, a whole four-pack to the State Fair of Texas, who's celebrating Big Texas' birthday today. Here we go. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. How old is he, 70? 70. Man. Uh, more on that in the weekday update. Okay, we'll find out about that, because some people would say that he passed on and then came back. Why? Because that's a new version of him? Because he exploded in a fireball. Well, he did go up in fire in a fireball, but yeah. he, they've updated him over the years. Yeah, right? true. That's, that's fair. Wasn't he real creepy at first? He was. Um, I think so. Well, do we have old pictures of him? I mean, I can Google some. Okay. Man, you, you're talking about going up in a, in a giant ball of fire. I know I beat you guys down with documentaries. There's a pretty badass Richard Pryor documentary on Showtime. That's oh, you've mentioned that you know, before, right? It's great. Yeah. Cause I, I don't know if you remember that whole thing. I mean, the man caught on fire. Yeah. And what, how did he catch on fire? He was freebasing cocaine. And right. I just, uh, in this documentary, they tell the story, but he was so high. I mean, he was so high and his bodyguard, they were watching a documentary about, uh, these monks in China that were setting themselves on fire to protest. So these men as, as a form of protest are setting themselves on fire. The bodyguard goes down to the kitchen, and by the time he gets back, Richard Pryor has set himself on fire while watching monks set themselves on fire because oh he God. is so high, freebasing cocaine. Oh, so it wasn't an accident? He yeah, just he, did it because he, he was watching them? Yeah, and so he's like, well, he's trying to kill himself. Was he too high? Blah, blah, Ugh. blah. But yeah, that's an amazing story. Definitely. That sounds like an uplifting documentary. <laughs> hey, it's Richard Pryor, man. It's the great Richard Pryor. Uh, so as we have this, uh, new clock and everything unfolding differently, we have the weekday update, uh, at two o'clock now and we're starting it with a controversy. So stay tuned for that. 
there's already a controversy about the weekday update. Uh, but Ben, you just mentioned it. We're going to talk about this. Now is a great time as during the course of the show, you know, you, you do this thing like you, you launch the station and you have big time executives like riches in town from New York. And it's like, there's, it's, there's a lot to do going on here and everyone's very excited. Mm. But as you launch this thing, the voices from the past of people that you know and love and have had your back along the way and been a part of the show are reaching out, like getting text messages from Brendan time and getting text messages from Shippy and Clarence Carter. Clarence Carter hit us up. He was our Frito. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, Landry. Landry. It's so, so cool. And all of this is coming full circle because at the very beginning of our ride, we're connecting with groups and now here we are, whatever it is, t- almost 20 years later. And he's back with us, and yeah. obviously with our afternoon show, The Downbeat, Mike Reiner and Mike Soroy, every day from 3 to 7. And by the way, if you're just tuning in and you're a rockaholic and you're like, I don't understand what's happening, we still got your rock music over at 97.1 HD2. So all the rock music you know and love from this very iconic signal is still there. It's on your HD2 setting. Uh, but we are now 97.1 The Freak. We are local personality-driven talk radio, talking about whatever we want, saying what we want, when we want, with a lot of great voices and exciting people on the station. But it also marks, for me and Ben, another evolution in the long, winding journey that is our show. Yeah, and we should say this because I'm, I'm really fascinated by the converging of different audiences here. Like my older brother who lives in Austin texted me and he said, I've never been texted this much about your show ever. Wow. Now we've been doing this for 20 years. Right. You know, full time since 2008. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we've, we've, we've had highs and lows along the way, but you know, my family members are getting blown up about this. That's it, cool. It just feels big. Yeah. Like it feels like this is a major shift. It's a ma- major thing and it's, it is. And so there's, Listeners coming from the fan. There's listeners coming from the ticket. There's listeners who jumped on board with talk here at the Eagle. Maybe Russ Martin show listeners or people that were rockaholics that like, okay, I kind of like laughing a little bit. Um, and so there's a bunch of different people coming to the party. And what's cool about that is not everyone's familiar with each other yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to have yesterday a Ben and Skin listener go, wow, I've never listened to Mike Reiner before. It's very much the first 10 or 15 minutes of a junior high dance. Everyone's playing the wall. So we right. got to figure out a way to get all the listeners to come to the middle and then start doing the cha-cha. Let's play yeah. Super Freak or cha-cha, yeah. yeah. But this is, um, this, you know, people would always say this about us. You, you run into haters on social media. Imagine that. Social but media. The funny thing that started being said about our show at some point along the way is those guys have been fired from every station they worked at. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they've been fired. Well, no, we've actually never once been fired, but we've always tried to read the landscape and we've always been trying to get to the next best opportunity. And if things got real corporate or real sportsy or we were miserable doing it, we're like, well, we don't, you know, we don't want to leverage our beliefs here. We'd rather do what we want to do and we believe in ourselves. So let's go create the right path. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, that path isn't obvious. Sometimes it is. You know, we were very confident when we were at ESPN uh, that we would be able to land on our feet like we were reading the landscape. Uh, but we liked it at ESPN. Uh, and, and Cuban told that story last night about, you know, basically we had our contract was up 
and and they were offering us the same amount of money. It was it was fine. It was more money than I'd ever made, you know. And but the problem was they were offering us a six month contract, and you don't sign a six month contract because you know either they don't believe in me mm-hmm. or they don't believe in management, and management doesn't have the ability to do something different. That's a bad position to be it's in. Insulting, honestly. so yeah. And so we said, well, we'll just keep working. But we're not going to sign that contract. And they were very emphatic. No, no, no. You either sign the contract or we take you off the air. So we knew going into that last show, all right, this is probably our last show. What we didn't know is that Cuban, who was our guest that day, when he said, hey, I want the final five minutes of the show, what we didn't know is that he was going to go on a five-minute rant against ESPN that they were making a huge mistake if they didn't (laughs) re-sign the Ben and Skid show. Amazing. It was incredible. And what we didn't know at the time, it all made sense. They were selling their signal in a lease to Cumulus, mm. and they did it six months later, and they didn't want a bunch of contracts on the books. And so, you know, in hindsight, I think if me and Ben had known that we were going to go work with the people that we worked with at the ticket, I bet we would have signed that contract, but we didn't know that. We were uncertain about what that was, and so we are like, let's go to the next opportunity. This doesn't make sense for us as people. Right. And yeah, that's, that was a crazy time. And any, any time you, you know, these times people are like, Oh, they got fired. Well, we didn't get fired. We chose to sit out a non-compete and which is really tough on your family because you have to go, you know, 90 days or whatever your non-compete is without getting paid in most cases. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. Oh Ben. Oh Ben. He's very he's oh, choked no. up. He's gonna pretend like he's not emotional about KT now. <laughs> that's a that's a hard thing to do, you know, to put your family through that. Speaking of that, you know, the first rated full time radio job that we got was when we were doing weekends uh at the ticket and we were doing Saturdays, vacation fill in, Mavs mm-hmm. post game show. Mm-hmm. And every show was ranked number one, and every show had a long-term contract, except one show was in a contract negotiation. And the program director came to us and said, hey, this program, this contract negotiation has gone sideways. Uh, if they don't get it resolved, you know, in the next day or so, would you guys be willing to quit your jobs and go full-time? Yes. And we were like, yes. Yes. And, and he had to tell us, don't quit your job. I was selling advertising at Channel 11. And he had to say, he, I was a janitor. He goes, don't, and not even a good janitor. Yeah. He goes, don't quit your job. And we go, okay. And he goes, Ben, do not, he had to tell me again, like, cause I was already filling out the paperwork to yeah. quit my job. Well, people don't know all the stuff that happens behind the scenes, but the next day that show got their contract worked out and stayed at the ticket. Mm. And, and so we were in a situation where if we had stayed at the ticket, we'd still be doing Saturdays, That's vacation right. fill in. It wouldn't be a career in radio. It right. would be part time where we were. We had other jobs, and we were using our vacation time to go do the ticket. Yeah, and so our first job was at Live one hundred five three, and it, and uh, it wasn't um, a sports station. It was very similar. I mean, we have our own style and different things, but the format was trying to. It was what they used to call hot guy talk or hot talk or guy talk or whatever they call it, which we don't see ourselves as that either. Like uh, Lex and Terry and Yes, and absolutely. And, and that, that was the, you know, the golden era. It's actually, it was the tail end of the golden era yeah. of that style of radio. It was Jagger Mafia into Pugs and Kelly and Pugs was there last night. What a nice dude. Nice guy. Uh, and then it led into, Russ Martin right show. into the Russ Martin show. Yep. And in those days, Live 105.3 was doing great. And so we Making moved over money. there. It was our first full-time job. We yeah. were so inexperienced and not ready. Yeah. I took a $100,000 pay cut to chase that dream. Incredible. Oh. Like, that's like that's how much we've believed in this and bet on ourselves. And we go back to being 12 years old, being buddies. Ben but we, was making a hundred grand when he was 12. Uh, 
but Incredible. it was like, uh, but that's a serious commitment. Imagine going, uh, we had two kids in diapers and I had to go to my wife and say, I got good news and bad news. <laughs> got our first full-time job in radio, but we probably need to sell our house like immediately, like <laughs> right. get it for sales. And, and she we stayed did. with you. And she said, she said, go for it. She said, chase your dream. Not only is she super cool, but she had limited options. Uh, no, no, no. That's so, an amazing testament to – Yeah. We always talk about uh, – that's why I was so amazed that Kat got upset reading uh, Facebook because I was like, I don't think I've ever seen her get emotional about anything. Right. Not uh, uh, irate emotional. I've seen her be loving, but I'm talking about not be, you yeah. know, be irrationally emotional. Right. Hopefully you haven't seen her be too loving. On you. Yeah, on you. While I watch the window. But, but – uh, you know, it's like from that point on, we, I didn't say I wanted to work in radio. I didn't even study radio. Right. I said I wanted to be on the ticket. Yeah. Cause I was like, these guys are musicians and they're having fun. And I was like, they're, let's go have fun. I want yeah, to go have fun. fun. And so we've been on the run ever since then. Yeah. Because we get over to Live 1053, we were having a blast. We had an absolute blast doing that show, but we're there like four months. Something happens with Russ Martin. He gets suspended. And they decide to flip the station to sports, they, and we had no idea that was about to happen. Yeah, they knew they were going to flip to sports. They didn't tell us. Yeah. And so that was a really incredible – well, you know what? I say that confidently. I can only assume that that but was they wouldn't the have done that with Russ. They yeah. wouldn't have had Russ talk sports. Ru- they were going to get rid of Russ. Russ you think? Had, Russ but he had, still had so much time on his deal. He had that gun thing. But I thought that happened before – didn't that no, happen? No, that's why we got the – that's why we got the gig. Really? I thought yeah. it was because Pugs and Kelly had a they, contract holdout. They were leaving, but when we sat down for that very first time with Spittle, that story was mm. all in the newspaper. Wow. And he was, like, dealing with it. Right. Now, he was also a huge radio star printing money for the station, but I'm sorry you don't pull a gun on your girlfriend. You know, you just don't do that. And so he was dealing with that. And then in the middle of that, Pugs and Kelly were rebelling because they didn't want to be on the station with Russ. And they're like, we have good ratings. How come we're not getting treated better? And it opened up a door for me and Ben to go in. But we thought we were going to go do lot. We didn't know we were going to go do sports. Never knew we were doing sports. And then they flipped to sports. So we had to go through a format change. We followed Russ. Wait, we should tell this. Do you want to know how we found out we were flipping sports? How? So we we started in mid-August, mm-hmm. okay? First full-time job. And by the way, our first full-time job is a five-hour shift, Oof. okay? Having to learn. Oof. And let me tell you, coming up with segments for a two-hour weekend show, no problem. Coming up with five hours of content every day in a new format, sports, totally different. Yeah. So we didn't know. Well, we weren't sports yet. So okay. the first, I think the first six or seven weeks that Ben and I were on the air, if someone had audio of that, I think I would be embarrassed and I couldn't listen to it. I think it was really bad. Yeah. I think by early October, I feel like we started to figure out our audience, started to figure out what we were going to do. And I felt like we were really, we were hitting it. Like we were loving that format and we were hitting it and growing. And one day we were on 10 to 3 every day. And then one day, I got a text message from our buddy Tim Kalishaw. And he said, what do you think about Gavin Spittle, who was our program director? And I said, oh, Gavin's been great so far. Why? Why do you ask? And I was like, that's weird. He goes, he wants to talk to me about being the midday show. And I remember going. <laughs> while you're doing midday. Yeah, oh, while we're doing midday. God. And I turned to Ben. I go, look at this. <laughs> and we marched down the hall to Spittle's office. And he's kind of a, he's not a real tan guy to begin with, but he got so, he got bone white. All the blood left his body and he goes, 
guys, you just have to trust me, which is something you never want to hear a radio executive say. Uh And we were like, no, we don't trust you. And because Russ Martin had Gavin Spittle's office wired with a camera and Russ was on the air, we had to go walk outside. It was like a scene from The Sopranos. We walked out by John Carpenter Freeway, me, Ben, and Gavin, and he said, we are going to flip to sports and you guys are going to be the afternoon drive show. All right. And I was like... What? <laughs> Wait, we just learned how to barely do this format middays. We're going against the hard line in Galloway. This is terrible. Yeah. And so from that moment on, we were on the run. They brought in this guy to be a consultant named Tom Bigby, a legendary jerk. He tried to break us up. He goes, I'm not going to let you guys keep doing what you want to do. You're going to change the name of your show to Rogers and Wade. Think about that. What about if I was not skin anymore? I was Wade. Uh, he tried to do that. Then he was like, if you guys don't like that, I'll split you up. And if you don't show up on your, you know, I'll make, put one of you at midnight, one of you at 4 a.m. And if you don't show up, you're in breach of contract and you won't work in this market. He was trying to, you know, part of the story is we truly never got fired except for in this case, we worked with a very nice CBS executive. And he let us out of our contract because what that man was trying to do was get us to be in breach of our contract so that we couldn't work anywhere until the terms of our contract ended. He was being a Machiavellian dick. So we would go, we would go prep for our show and we had a five hour show to go to do. And he would make us go in his office and tell him about our five hours of content. And then he would rule out 95% of it. He'd go, no, 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 no. And then. And then we had to like go on the air and like, like okay, do you so want to tell me what to talk about then? We had, we had super tense screaming matches with him every day before we hit the air. We were, we had to record conversations. We had to talk to an attorney. We were talking so to tough. our agent. That so was tough. our life every day at our first full time job in radio four months in. Mm. And so we begged out of that contract. They let us out of the contract. We were miserable there. Everyone hated this guy. So then Frito rescues us. Yeah, man. And we go to 1033 ESPN. We get to do a show, uh, you know, we get to be on the same station with Randy Galloway and Matt Mosley and Ian Fitzsimmons and Great Randy days. Locker and Brendan and Clarence and all these, Sean Dodge, all these amazing people. And right then we're like, well, it's not fun. It's, it's, it's really more sports than what we'd like to do, but we love sports. And, and sports was really fun in Dallas at well, that time because of the Rangers and the Mavs. So the Mavs won a championship. We're the home of the Mavs. The Mavs want skin on the TV broadcast, so we get to fly on the team plane to every home and away playoff game. We're partying with Dirk in Miami when the Mavs win the championship. Awesome. Pretty great. Yeah. Um, and back that was to sandwiched the, between the two Yeah, World Series runs. Back-to-back trips to the World Series. We're in super tight with the Rangers. It was just it was an amazing time to do sports talk. Yeah, sports was very fun at that time. But you referenced kind of what we went through at the time. They were going to sell and whatever. And so we bet on ourselves again. We sat through a non-compete. This time we came back to the fan. And this time we brought KT. Yes. And, and Brendan time. Yeah. Who and, we worked with at ESPN. And Brendan time. And we had what a seven year run there? It was a, it was a great seven. Was it longer year. than that? It was, was seven, seven and a half years. Yeah. And the other cool thing too there is when Brendan left, one of our interns at ESPN was Shippy, who was at the University of Missouri. Mm-hmm. And then we got to replace Brendan with Shippy. So it was kind of like all in the family once again. And right. you know, uh, we had some really great times at the fan. I, I, you know, a lot of those people I just love. We've talked so much about Jeff Cavanaugh, but when a new company bought the fan, uh, there was, uh, some new directives that came down that we hated and there was some management 
things that felt very disingenuous. And so we were looking for a different opportunity there because what we had, we felt like we helped build there. Uh, the whole Tolo thing, Ben came up with that. Turn it on, leave it on. He was trying to unify the shows, uh, try to create, you know, that, that idea of the, to- uh, the ticket bunker mentality, try to create it there. And, you know, I think Ben was a big part of that. And I feel like our contributions to the fan were strong and I'm proud of all that. I'm proud of what we did there, but it was time for us to go. And uh, we needed to find another opportunity, and I'll be damned if the Eagle didn't well, happen. We were we were uh, looking for radio signals to buy, like not us. We were going to raise the money with investors, and we had got Mark Cuban on board, and we were going to go find a signal for sale. We, for a while, we looked at we tried to talk to 103.3 about buying that one. It was way out of our price range, but the idea was let's go buy a radio signal and start something from scratch because we've done this long enough. We know what works and what doesn't work. Let us go start something. But we we met Kelly Kibler on a Thursday. Uh, yes, or, we met her Thursday after our midday shift. We had dinner with her that Thursday. And when did we sign our deal? We signed our deal on Tuesday morning. Oh my god! And isn't that, isn't and, that crazy? And it was like, okay, this is going to be. We get to go be on a station where we get to do whatever we want to do. This is the show we've always wanted to do, and we don't have to go buy a radio signal to do it. And then the only thing it was missing was being surrounded by people with the same energy, the same excitement about doing this format, the same happy tribe. And we're like, you know, so then Ryan's fills in for you while you're fighting cancer. And we're like, I think he's still got a lot left to say. That was very intuitive of you to see that. Well, I, I was like, would you do one segment a week? He was like, yes, and maybe more. And would you do, oh, you know, an, an hour a week? When, yes, and maybe more. Would you, you know, it's like, I think he wants to do this. And then you look around and there's people that have, you know, been chewed up and spit out by our business, which is a very tough business. Yeah, uh, think about what Christina said when we were talking earlier. You were ready to quit radio. Oh, God, yeah. And, and think about what an amazing, wonderful talent that the DFW ears would have missed out on if oh, you had just you. left. Right. Julie Dobbs quits radio, mm-hmm. right? Uh Mike Soroy, timer over there, yeah. Mike Soroy leaves radio. Yeah. Jeff Cavanaugh leaves radio, and you look around and you're like, "Hey, there's a talent. You could put together a talented team and kind of do this thing where it's all talk, sign on, sign off, and just have a bunch of cool, interesting people who are fun and want to come in and laugh and have a great time." And that's how this happened. It is, and I and I want to say this, you know, because you have to like tell everybody, "Hey, there's what this thing is." The, the way I see this. Is this is just another significant step in the evolution of DFW radio because 971 is an uh, iconic signal. Yeah. And the Eagle is one of the amazing radio stations in the history of radio, period. And the names that have been on it. When you talk about Kid Craddock and Russ Martin and Howard Stern and the music that's been on it. You know, we listened to it when we were kids. It's an amazing, amazing signal. But to have a guy like Mike Reiner, that's been a part of the zoo and created the ticket and for him to be, be on this signal, right? And to have the people that are involved, this is going to, going, going to go down as one of the other great chapters in DFW radio history. This is significant. It is not lost on us and we will treat this opportunity with the proper reverence and respect because we cherish this because we are from here. We know how important this is and we are going to bust our ass to make this something legendary and we have the people to do it. Can I say something else to you? Yes. I'm so proud of you, Skin, for all the work you did on this because while you were 
you know, working on making all this happen with this incredible team. You're also fighting cancer. You didn't have time to deal with any of this. I, I got to tell you guys something. I lied about the whole cancer <laughs> no. thing. I just wanted some time off. You know what I'm saying? I you, wish. I you wish did. you didn't actually deal with all that. You did not have time for this. All right. This is going to be amazing. Thank you guys so much for riding with us. 97.1 The Freak. Be sure to follow us on social media at 97 The Freak. We appreciate that there's some fake accounts out there. That's awesome. Keep it coming. But we want you to follow the actual accounts at 97 one the freak at 97 one the freak all right coming up next we got the weekday update where are you going to take us k ray well big text turns 70 and we could have a real life invisibility cloak Ooh. oh okay before we get to that i want to talk about reliant air conditioning jeff stewart and his crew very important to us an important partner look a lot of heating and air conditioning companies when you have your system service they'll send out a commissioned salesperson that's not what they do at reliant air conditioning jeff stewart wholeheartedly believes in doing things the right way. He's taken everything that we don't like about his industry and flipped it over on its head and says, why do we have to do it that way? Let's not do it that way. Let's do it the right way. We got to see Jeff Stewart last night. He was at our big station launch party. It was awesome to see him, Natalie, their whole crew. We love those guys. They're massively important partners to us. And look, the bottom line is we all need to have our AC system serviced. You should have it done twice a year. When you service your air conditioning system, you reduce the risk of a major repair by 60%. So you know you need to get it done. Now it's just a matter of who are you going to have do it. We're highly, highly, highly recommending Reliant Air Conditioning. Yeah, we are. And it's not just a paid advertisement. This is no-brainer stuff. I've mentioned this before. My grandfather started an electrical contracting business. My dad ran it forever. I worked with my dad for several years there while uh, trying to do the part-time dream at the the other sports station. And uh, and so I care about the service business because it was so important to my family. And I saw what was important, and it's all about taking care of customers. And that's what my dad always tried to hammer home with me. We have to take care of our customers. You have to treat them right, and you have to be transparent with them, and you do not cross them ever because it'll only, it'll be the only time you do it. And that is the same mentality that Jeff Stewart and Reliant Air Conditioning has. It's about taking care of you, the customer, so that you can have trust in them. So when they come out to your house to – and it's technicians that are coming, not salespeople – they are coming out to take care of you and make sure that you're getting the best service. With, look, air conditioning units are, can be very expensive, so you need to be taken care of if you're going to make that investment. And if you've already made that investment, you got to do the right things to take care of that investment, and that's working with Reliant Air Conditioning. Get it serviced twice a year. If you think you need a new one, get them out there now, 877-YOUR-HERO. That's 877-YOUR-HERO. You can also check them out online at ReliantAirConditioning.com. Uh, but again, 877-YOUR-HERO to find out why. They've been gimmick-free since 83. Look, it's padded skin. Ah. On 97.1, The Freak. Ah, yes. Picking up some Trap Club Quest in there. That is, uh, the song's called Red Clay, but it was famously sampled on Sucka. Yeah. So cool. It's a great bass line. Beautiful, beautiful. You're listening to the Ben and Skin Show, 97.1 The Freak. Hopefully you started your day listening to the Speakeasy. God, that show was great. <laughs> they killed it. I was so happy with it, man. I was like, this is, uh, to your point, uh, I already had super high expectations, but it was better than I ever could have imagined. Mm-hmm. Like their chemistry was just freaking phenomenal. Yeah, man. Just fantastic. We're the Ben and Skin Show. We're going to take you all the way until 3 o'clock, at which point the downbeat is going to take over. 
And yesterday, listening to those guys, just incredible. This is DFW Radio History. And I think you put the picture in the frame just talking about this iconic signal, how much it means to us, and what an honor it is for us to, to get to start this station with these really, really talented people. We've got so much more coming up on this show, including the 240 Shorty. You don't want to miss that. But right now, it's time for this. Grab your butts, friends. It's time for Ben and Skin's Weekly Update, featuring veteran news reporter Christina K. Ray Ray. Christina. Hear the important local news stories she's currently tracking. So, Skin, do you want to start with this intro? <laughs> the controversy of this intro? Yeah. So, Besides Gary Busey still being on it? I went, uh, look, that's going to remain. <laughs> All right? Fair. At, it, no matter how hard he gets canceled, him going, Christina, yeah. is, it has to remain. Listeners come up and say it like that, too, now, which I love. Yeah. So. There is about a two-month period where I couldn't say her name without saying it like that. Yeah. yeah. It's it it always in my Everyone head. Everyone does it. Uh, but the problem is that we never quite understood <laughs> why on the old intro, the weekday update was called the weekly update. But we just kind of ran with it because our show is stupid anyways. And then I heard the new voice guy. Can you play it again? Is it put you in a bad spot over there, Shoopy? Grab your butts, friends. It's time for Ben and Skin's weekly update. Stop. Featuring. Now go back to the music <laughs> bed. So. Thank you, Groups. I'm listening to that, and it well, says <laughs> weekly update. And I'm like, I can't believe I made that mistake again. So I went and looked at the VO. I wrote it right. How how did the VO go back to the old mistaken one when I, I dude I went and double checked is there a ghost in the yeah. machine It's haunted It's haunted right Yeah it's called the weekday update cuz we do it every day it's not a weekly once a week update But how did that happen again It's just meant to be I guess I don't know And it fits our dumbass show Right so the universe okay. the universe is like no it's weekly The sweet lord above wants this to be the yep. weekly update every day yep. Maybe so so I guess we just roll with it. All right, whatever. Yep. yep. Tell us the news. Okay. I will By the go. way, did you guys look out that window? Did y'all see a Reiner roaming around out there? <laughs> yes. There's a renegade Reiner just roaming out there in the hallway. I love it. Uh, I think they have a silver alert segment, too, by the way. Oh. So we do. That would, <laughs> that would go off right now. Also, it's 2.11 right now, um, and last week we would have been just starting our show. I know. It's very strange. I'm going to smash into a wall at 3.05. Oh, yes. my God. I'm running on uh, adrenaline And right I still now. have audio to cut up after this because, oh, no. no, we got to get those podcasts up. That's right. I already yeah. have people asking me. I'm like, yes, I, okay. I will do it if I'm, you know, passed out. So today, I didn't put this on the Today game because I didn't realize it till right before the show. It's Big Texas, Texas 70th yeah. birthday. That's one of those things, yeah, it's hard to say because he's big text and then you add the apostrophe on it and suddenly he's a state. And it sounds like, yeah, Texas. Yeah, Yeah. big Texas. So they're doing all kinds of fun things at the State Fair today. But first off, I didn't know this. Big Tex was actually an old Santa Claus. He was a huge Santa Claus for this small town back in uh, 1952. Did you know that? Only? Is it it only a small town like only? like uh, Archer City? It just says tiny Texas town made by a man in Karen's. K-E-R-E-N-S. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if it was. You know, KT grew up in a very small town called Olney, which is surrounded by cornfields. And he would often be seen as a redheaded boy with a little fro running around in overalls all barefoot. And like no diapers, no diapers, man, just free balling yeah. and in his overalls. Boots. 
little and bit. Just, yeah, baling hay and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, I could see this kind of being something that maybe, cause he, small towns sometimes have rituals, and I know he had a bunch of weird rituals when he was growing up. Yeah. Maybe they had the giant god Santa. That's possible. <laughs> I, and that they worshiped. Yeah. I do remember very much when we first got here before COVID sent everybody home. How many times I'd go down to floor two and KT would have some sales girl, like he'd be talking to her up against the wall and go, yeah, I used to build hay. Yeah. I don't remember. And she immediately is like, oh, where's HR? Please get away from me. Like, oh, so that's what that smell is. So, yeah, he was a Santa Claus originally as a tourist attraction for this little tiny town. And they sold it for only $750 to the State Fair of Texas. What? And they turned him into a cowboy. Okay, and that's 1955? 52. Okay, I wonder wonder with inflation, that's got to be $750 billion now, right? Is that how bad inflation is? I know it's bad, but I don't want to do the math on it. <laughs> Man, I saw it like I was uh, on one of the monitors in the studio behind you. They were showing the original Big, big Tex, and it was scary looking. Yeah. Like, it'll haunt you in your dreams. Or did it have the creepy smile? It was just a... Yeah, I mean, it's like, what are those dolls called? Uh, what? <laughs> like those hand puppet dolls that like Ma- Jeff Dunham does. Oh, a, mar- a marionette? Yes. Okay. Like he looks like that. Yeah. It also says that he got a nose job back in the day, which I don't remember that. I don't either. Um, but like you mentioned earlier, that big text, that creepy big text burned down in uh, 2012. Oh, yeah. So, God, it's, it's been, been that long? It's been 10 years. Wow. You know what? I'm sitting here thinking that's not the name of those kinds of puppets. It's a dummy. Don't they call those dummies? Like when you have I didn't your, want to be rude. So. Yeah, when you have your hand up it and you're making it talk and you're oh, not moving your mouth. Oh, ventriloquist and a dummy. Ventriloquist. Yeah. Ventriloquist. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so, yeah, it's a little history beside, uh, behind Big Tech. So I didn't know any of that. I didn't either. Did you know that there was a short time where they were, uh, you know, he had that rubber endorsement we were talking about? Yes. And Big Tech was like, howdy, folks. Welcome to the state fair. And his hand, which is condoms, would fall out. And it was when they were trying to promote safe sex. Yeah, and they had to stop that because the condoms were so big, one fell on a kid and knocked him unconscious. Oh, no. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's like, like not very breathable. Yeah. No, no. It's like getting caught in a pool tarp. Yeah. You know, you're like, it's very dangerous. <laughs> Oh, man. What a terrible promotion. So all day today, the State Fair of Texas is celebrating his 70th birthday. Noon to 9 p.m., Midway rides are only half price. All right. Um, they've already had a birthday float. 2.30, they're going to have a chef making a special dish for his birthday in okay. the Creative Arts Building forever. If someone's on the way there right now. Did y'all and- hear Julie's audio today? Yes, it was great. Of her haggling with, uh, yeah. yeah. It's like $200 that he wanted that for? Yeah. Like, it, like her, she's there with her sweet kids and the carny's like, if you can't win the game, you could just buy it for 200 bucks. It's like a crappy toy. That... God. And then she said it was still 45 on Amazon or something. I was like, that's insane. That is insane. Uh, but 5.30 p.m. tonight, our friend Coffee Anderson. Is singing Happy Birthday wow. at the Big Tech. Two Big Tech. Yes. That's incredible. Um, there's also going to be a cookie happy hour at 6 p.m. Also, I had to play. I just ran during the break to go find this audio. The Big Tech song. Oh. One of my favorite things from this show. As soon as I started with you guys, I was like, this is incredible. Uh, so, yeah. Why don't we listen to that? Howdy, folks. My 
My name is Big Tex. I wear giant pants and I make big sets. I might make you feel welcome or I might eat your kids. I like to dance like a unicorn and Richard Simmons taught me the biz. I sleep on a giant waterbed the size of Lake Ray Hubbard. Come bounce on it with me, my Ken doll-sized lover. Let's meet up at Zippers or maybe the manhole. I have an extra arm that will remind you of Bob Dole. What? Tell them what you want, big tags. Tell them what you want, big tags. Tell them what you want, big tags. Oh my God, he's pulling it out. I got your corn dog. I got your corn dog. I got your corn dog. How much mayonnaise you want, little man? What? <laughs> Enjoying a corn dog. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Welcome to my fair. <laughs> <laughs> As he drops the condoms everywhere. Okay. I love that song. That was from the three month period at the at live. Before oh they, really? Before yes. they flipped it to sports. That's how old that is. Before they flipped it to sports, that was done. You know, I, I said it was probably about early October when we hit our stride. Here we are in early October. We started doing stuff like that and figuring it out. And that was one of Ben's classic gems. That was so good. It's so good. (laughs) I mean, that is 14 years old and still very, very funny. See, the the songs and all that stuff is my favorite. It's one of my favorite parts about doing this. And, like, we were at a station and they said, hey, no more songs. We're like, wait, what? We can't? It was, well, I don't want to get it. All right, no, so sorry fun. to digress. That's no, no, why, no. that's what this is about, though. The ability, we're still playing that song on this station after all those years. Yes. So, double birds. Double birds. So, over the weekend, this is a sad story, sorry. There was a double murder suicide in Carrollton. Did y'all see the story no. at all? So, firefighters got a report of smoke from a house, and when they got there, it was on fire by the time they got there. And there were three bodies inside that apparently were dead before the fire even started. There's a 51-year-old woman and a 77-year-old man. um, And then a 53-year-old man with a gunshot to the head. And they're still trying to figure out how the other two died because they didn't have any gunshot wounds or anything. That sounds to me like... Well, did they determine the cause of the fire yet? No. Okay, then no. what that sounds like to me is there's a person that set all that up and they're running around somewhere because, right. you know, when you do a murder-suicide, a fire doesn't just start. There's probably set it up to be a murder-suicide and then there's another person that's... Someone was hoping that they would burn before right. they could figure it out. Yes. Uh, but yeah, very scary and it happened in North Carrollton. Like that's uh, CSI level stuff. It is. That's a horrible story. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I mean, we, we we have to cover all the all the news here. It's well, all not big tech's fun. And this one is still kind of sad, but kind of weird. So we all have dogs. And uh, if your dog died, would you get their ashes tattooed on you? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> not even the dog, but like the ta- the, the ashes. The ashes of the dog. Of the dog. Well, I don't. Well, I don't know what that. Well, means. I'll show you the picture. So, this girl had adopted a little bull terrier back in 2019. After only three years old, he ended oh. up passing away, and oh, she was horrible. so upset about it, yeah, and loved him so much that she got a tattoo with his ashes on it. 
Uh, her boyfriend's a tattoo artist, so that probably has okay. a lot to do with it. I don't know if y'all can see it. It's a really good tattoo. Oh, my God. Is that her crotch? No, oh. that's her elbow. Okay. Or the inside a, of her arm. It's a fair question, though. Thank you, Ben. Uh, you never know what Christina's going to show you. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, so the, I, I know somebody who would do that, and it's Julie Dobbs. She's, like a, she's, she's a tattoo artist? No, she oh. is. She said today on the morning show that she is uh, going to go have her dog baptized or something. Blessed. Blessed. Yes. She's getting her dog blessed. I have and I'm like, never heard of that in my life. I hadn't either. I'm like, what? I, 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 like, is somebody charging her a lot of money for that? Because that <laughs> seems like a great business, right? Yes, that kind of is a good grift. Uh, that, no, I, I think she would be right on board with that. But the thing I don't understand is, I, uh, maybe I'm assuming this, they take the ashes and turn it into tattoo ink? Is that what happens yes. here? That's gotta be what it is. I, I mean, I think they mixed it, yeah, they mixed it together. Okay. And then put it on there so and it can so be this, with her forever. The spirit of the dog is now coursing through her See, I think that's skin. Kinda, that's keeping, creepy. I think so too. That's like a human animal experiment. Dude, they do all sorts of things though to help people with grief and to monetize it. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, death is big business. Dude, there's no question. And I don't want to bring everyone down more from Christina's bummer story. Sorry, that's all I do. <laughs> but, um, but when I've, I've had two parents pass away. And so I've gone through this now. And the second time I went through it, I was more aware. Like if my mom was dying over a significant period of time, mm-hmm. my dad died very quickly and that was more abrupt. But this time I got to see the big business of death. Right. And it was like, listen, we're very sorry for your loss and here's what the funeral's going to cost. And by the way, if you'd like any commu- commemorative jewelry made out of her teeth, you know, you can right. I'm like, oh, wait, what? Yeah. Like, I don't want to wear a ring with her molars on it. Yeah. Like, I, what are we... Really? You know, and there was all sorts of things like that. I'm like, dude, get out of here with that. Yeah, I, it's just, it's so, I don't want to beat up anybody that would want that, right? But it just feels very opportunistic. Yeah. When someone is at a low point. It's messed up. You're taking advantage of it. And this was like, hey, capitalism. You know, and I'm like, I don't know. Like wedding crashers when they started going to funerals. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Funerals is where it's at. All right, I will end it with the invisibility coat. Volback. I, I don't know how. Volback. Volback. Wait, I. No. Hold on. Groobs, do you know about the majesty of uh, K. Gale yet? I'm afraid I don't. Okay. Uh, that oh, later in the week. Gonna, okay. Yeah. We'll do it without him knowing. We'll put together okay. a song folder and okay. we'll introduce him to some of the great songs That's that the Ben idea. and Skin show uh, that we're fans of. Not songs that we created, songs that we think are special. We'll K-Gale, save that for later in the K-Gale week. K-Gale Friday, maybe? K-Gale Friday sounds yeah. awesome. All right. So, Volvec is a science and technology-based clothing brand, um, and they say they are about 10 years away from creating a jacket that could make you invisible. Come on. Hold Let's on go. a second. Let's you, go. Hold on a second. Wait you, until you hear on. the details, because I was pissed. If you if you say, well, guess what? I'm, I'm about 10 years away from being in shape. Uh-huh. Like, if you want to say you're 10 years away from doing something, you haven't even started yet. <laughs> and if it's at 10 years away, you might not even do it. It's so far that it's 10 years, it might end up being 30. All right. That's BS. They're getting free promotion. He's putting your story on trial, Christina. All Where'd right. Goods? Well, no, I was upset when I read more into this, too, because they're cheating. It's making you transparent from uh, infrared cameras. So they are putting this thing uh called like graphite. I'm trying to find inside the jacket. Okay. To where it can heat heat or cool down the sensors 
you, you need to cool it down so the infrared sensors can't see your body heat. All right. Yeah. But they cool you down to where you can't see the red and yellow mark of a human on the cameras. Okay. So does that really count as you being invisible? It does not. But I don't qu- think so either. The question is, is that if you go jack it off, does it immediately make it hot again? That's a good question. It's a fair question. Was it fair? I don't think it was fair. It was foul. Dude, the fair is going on. That's right, it is. Uh, thank you, Christina. You're Fantastic welcome. reporting. Well done. That is the weekly, weekday, weekly update. Coming up next, where are you going to take us in the two-fold show today? Well, uh, something happened last night that we'll talk about when the downbeat comes in, and I want to get their opinion on it. But before we do that, I also want to find out what incredible things will be happening on the weekends here on The Freak. So I'll be bouncing a couple of things off of you to see what you guys think. We'll do that in the 240 Shorty. All right, that's coming up next. Before we get there, I want to thank our friends at Autoflex. We love you guys. Look, we're talking about our partners, so many core partners that are a big part of what we are doing. And if you want to support our station, best thing you can do is support our advertisers. And if you're in the market for a new car, help us out. Reach uh, reach out to our friends at Autoflex and just say, hey, Ben and Skin rave about you. 972 234 one, two, three, four, nine, seven, two, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. You know, Autoflex is celebrating their 40th year of saving its clients time and money. And with the average new car payment now over $700, leasing could be the answer to saving you hundreds and hundreds of dollars every single month. So, you know, we've, we love Autoflex for a lot of different reasons. Trey Troxel, our, our crew over there, they're great. But the thing is, they have more flexibility than anyone else. They can sell you a car. They could lease you a car. Could be a new car. Could be a used car. Could be any make or any model. So the first thing you need to do is just pick up the phone and give them a call and say, hey, Ben and Skin are raving about you. What can you do for me? Yeah, Ben, I, I like that point you always make about the flex possibilities and auto flex. They're very flexible. If you want to buy a car, great. But as Ben just pointed out, if you want to save money on your monthly payments, then leasing is the way to go. And there's nobody better to go that, uh, go with on that than auto flex leasing. Like he said, celebrating 40 years of saving money for you guys, the sweet car driving folks out there. So they're the folks to go with. Autoflex wants you to have all the information you need to make the best decision, even if you don't buy from them. And that just comes down to great customer service, caring about you. Save time, save money, lease better at Autoflex Leasing. If you want to give them a call, it's 972-234-1234. That's 972-234-1234. You can also check them out online at autoflex.com. But save money. Get the car you want. Lots of great deals happening, especially on Hondas and Toyotas for a lot less than you'll pay at the new car dealership. Check them out. 972-234-1234 for Autoflex. Are you giving away concert tickets? Oh, my gosh, you're right. I'm sorry. I was supposed to bring that up. Okay, so for those listening, I had to switch with groups to give him a break. A much-deserved she's, she's running the board right now uh, and just I for- to show you her versatility. I forgot to bring my paper in here. But caller number five uh, wins tickets to Freaker's Ball. Is that right? I was going yeah, to call it Freak Fest, and I'm like, that is not correct. <laughs> Freaker's Ball, it's been a long day. Uh, caller number five right now. Dorothy's going to be there. It's going to be incredible. Um, and it's going to be Disturbed. at Dickie's Arena for yeah. the first time ever. In, in Fort Worth. October 16th. So. 
Call in right now and I will answer. Do you want to give the number? Info. 214-787-1971. I'm in awe of you right now. You're doing, you, you had to switch. You're running the board now. You're, you're doing great work over yeah, there. Yeah, great job. Well, and then I scrambled. I was like, oh crap. I put my paper in there and I need it to read off of because my brain is not functioning. So. That's okay. We had a party last night. And yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, are you all squared away for us to move forward here? Absolutely. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll be good. We'll get there in just a second. Yep. Um, so, uh, want to remind everybody what's going on if they're just now tuning in and they're like, well, wait a minute. I mean, this is actually when the Ben and Skin show would have been on on the Eagles. So maybe you're not that, uh, freaked out by what's happening. But basically, yesterday at three o'clock, we launched a new station here on the iconic frequency that is 97.1. It's been the Eagle forever. It is now 97.1, the freak. It is all talk. Personality driven, local, fun. Everything we're going to do is based and rooted in fun. Does that include sports? Sure. Sports are fun. We lo- we're the home of the Dallas Mavericks. We ain't a sports station. Local, fun, tall. No, no, Brett. Speakers. Yeah, no, Brett. Microphones. Yeah. Hosts. No, it's very good, Brett. We'd like to touch base with you later so you can name the ingredients and in Tex Mex food. But yeah, that's what it is. It's a good time and it gets going, uh, every morning from 7 to 11, you have the speakeasy, Woo! which is Julie Dobbs, Jeff Cavanaugh, and KT Turner. Yes, KT is no longer on the Ben and Skin show. We and miss him already. The great Matt Cather. Yep, Matt Cather is holding it down. His role is similar to what Groobs now does on mm-hmm. our show, which you're listening to right now. Groobs and Ben and Skin and Christina stayed with us. And then Groobs pulls a double shift and sticks around for the downbeat, which is three to seven every single day right here on 97.1. The Freak, the legend, the architect, the godfather, Mike Reiner is back after an almost three-year hiatus. And he's got Mike Saroy, the human boy toy, with him. And it is – yesterday's show was spectacular. I can't wait to see what they're going to do today. And I suspect, Ben, in about seven minutes or so – those dudes are going to come wandering in here and join us for a little mix and mingle before we uh, give way to the downbeat every day at 3 o'clock. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think you should run those mixes because you're really good at that type of thing. I think it will be great. Okay, I'll take that, duty yeah. because, you know, let's face it, Ben, right now it's time for this. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mike Reiner here. Your boys from the friendly neighborhood downbeat are on deck, but we've still got a few minutes to burn, so let's throw down with the 240 shorty. Don't this up, Skin. All right. You got it, Mike. And as everyone knows, Phoebe Cates has left the pool, and we are going to do the 240 shorty. Every day we'll have a little something for you uh, to get you primed as we get ready to mix with our friends the Downbeat. And what I was thinking about, so there's you've mentioned this earlier, Ben. It's been so much work to get that everyone has done. Uh, Christina's pulling triple duty. Groobs is pulling quad duty. Y'all, I mean, y'all are going to get to know Matt Cather a lot better, but me and Ben and Christina and KT have known him because we worked with him. He was on 1190. He was doing stuff on 97.1. His work ethic is impeccable, but as you change formats, you don't immediately have everything you need. We're going to grow into this station. Yeah. And we're going to grow into this signal. So people are pulling double duty. You're going to hear. Some of your daytime hosts 
pulling some weekend shifts too as we move forward. I'm actually very excited about that. Um, in the past, we've been at some radio stations where we've asked to have fun. Like, let's say that, uh, we all watch, uh, what's an example of a show? Breaking Bad. Yeah. But we want to do a Breaking Bad specific show and programming was like, no. We're a you, sports station. We don't do that. We don't do fun shows like that. Just go, you know, get back in your hole and right. do, talk more sports. Stay away from my transmitter. This station is like, what? You guys want to do specialty programming on the weekends? Like with some of your other interests? Hell yes. Thank you. Yeah. And it's going to evolve over time. And in fact, if you do want to hear more sports, I think the weekend is a great place for it. This is, uh, the home of the Dallas Mavericks. You're going to hear some Dallas Mavericks specialty programming on the weekends with voices that you know and love. But, one of the regular things that's going to happen is right before the flip happened, the station change, Ben had launched a new podcast called Ben Rogers Vindicated and fired off three highly uh, highly uh, appraised shows. The, the critics were raving. And then you just pulled the plug and disappeared for two weeks. So I know that you were talking about doing some weekend stuff. Is Ben Rogers Vindicated going to be a weekend adventure as well? Yes, uh, I'm dying to do that. Um, I'm really excited about that. Like, we haven't had this freedom. So I want to, like, indulge. Yes. I want to, like, have fun with it. It's uh, an iconic radio station, one of the biggest signals in town. It reaches everywhere. And they're like, go have fun. We like hiring creative people and letting them do their thing. And I'm like, that's liberating. It's liberating. Uh, also, Kevin Turner is going to have a uh, one-hour show on the weekend. And I'll let him tell you more about that, but he's got a really great idea for it. I, when he says it, it's, uh, it's, it's almost like a weekend review with a revolving cast of characters. Uh, and if you've been listening to our show for a long time, even on the old station, you'll be surprised by some of the people that Kevin's going to pull into the mix, but we'll let him tell you more about that. We are going to have some weekend roulette where we spin the wheel on Friday and see what, uh, what names pop up. And so you might end up having a Saturday show with Mike Reiner, Christina Ray, and Julie Dobbs one Saturday. So we're going to be doing a little weekend roulette action as well. Um, I know that we're going. One of the staples from ninety-seven-one, The Eagle, was the live and local show. And Christina, you've actually hosted live. And I local have. Before. It's a great show. I love it. Uh, I believe Debbie Sexton is going to be carrying that flag moving Good. forward. So we're still going to have live and local, and then. One of the reasons that I really enjoy Keep It or Bleep It, uh, which we haven't even talked about that. Are we going to keep Keep It or Bleep It? I would love to keep that. I'm give it an eight. Okay. Oh, I okay. think that's, yeah, he's going to give it an eight. It. All right. That's well, I'm going to give it a ten. So. Oh, okay. So that, that'll yeah. get it over the hump. Well, I love uh, all kinds of new music and talking about new music and as well as old music. So I'm going to do a weekend music show. Yes, let's go. I'm excited. It's going to be a two-hour weekend music show, and it's the Gemini Disco Soul Party. I love it. And it's going to be all kinds of different music, new music, old music. I'm going to tell music stories. I'm going to tell the stories behind famous songs. And now that we are truly the freak and we are the outlier, we are the beast that you can't contain, that's going to be represented in some of our specialty shows and weekend programming that we do as well. I love it. You have one of the biggest music brains of anyone I've ever met. I love listening to you talk about music. You have a wealth of knowledge to share. 
and uh, you have great taste as well. So I'm very much looking forward to that. I love the name. I want a shirt that says that. I'll get that done immediately. You have a logo for that yet? Uh, I'm working on that. I can't wait. This I'll is going to be the. This could be the best show we have on the station. Uh, don't overrate it. But <laughs> we are going to, and that's the whole point. It's like we're the plane is up, and it's in the air. It's very turbulent right now, and on top of that. Russia is trying to shoot us out of the air. But we fly, bro. Now, as we continue to ascend in altitude, then a lot of things will continue to fall into place. Maybe there will be some logos for shows that hit the air without logos or some shows that evolve over time. Maybe we'll end up having future weekend programming that we don't start with. Uh, but we are, as the great Mike Reiner would say, locked and loaded. And we have... Greatness on our air right now that's going to continue to evolve. Uh, we hope to continue to add to our talented team as the station evolves, bring more voices into the mix. So there's a, a really great future ahead of us, but I just wanted the first, uh, you know, 240 shorty to let you know you're not just going to be listening from seven to seven and then at night you'll be tuning in to hear some of the replays and stuff that we do and some of our syndicated programming. We're going to have some live and local personality driven stuff on the weekend as well. And I'm very, very excited about I it. I love that. I love that. And, and to that end, I'm also excited eventually about having, uh, you know, filling out a nice roster. Yeah, man. Like we never would have even found our way in this business had we not been able to do Saturdays on the ticket. That's right. And so. I would love to get some up and coming shows and, and other hosts in the mix doing cool local Saturday programming. And I'm sure that's to come. I remember when we were first sniffing around over there, Frito had, you know, set up interviews and the great Bruce Gilbert was like, we've just started a thing called Ticket Sports Saturday. So we don't have the runway for you that we, that you, we would normally have. However, Gordo wants to take some weekends off. So maybe you guys can, can get in there, you know, and so it's like to your point. It's nice. To have, I mean, think about the growth of Cirque du Soroy that became a juggernaut because of the availability of Saturday programming. They put the jugs in juggernaut. They put the jugs in juggernaut, and that's why it's so exciting to tell you that joining us now for a little mix and mingle here on the Ben and Skin Show, the boys that you'll be hearing every day from 3 to 7, the downbeat featuring Mike Reiner and Mike Soroy. Whoa! Howdy. Quit, 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 quit messing with our show. You're going to ruin it. Hey, there Dude, you go. 24 hours for no reason. And that's not even your open anymore, right? Well. Yeah. Is that part in it still? Uh, no. That line yeah. is out. That line is out. And yes. for some reason, and I haven't heard it in at least yep. since Friday, yep. I can't stop. That's the great thing, though, is that Ben always writes new lyrics for new ventures. Yeah. You know, so maybe we'll just randomly, we could still use that. Yeah. Because does it say the eagle on it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, All right, we'll 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 bleep it out like Ben's cussing. But I remember, yeah, I remember loving it every single day. I never got sick of that. No, it's a jam. Yeah. But this intro is better because Christina takes a guitar solo on it. She wails on it. <laughs> yeah. So, so good. Thank you. She's so good at everything. She yep. is. Aw. Y'all are a couple that are just good at stuff. Hot couple. And she carried me the last three months when I was, you know, back to just being a regular dude. Yeah. We had to put her name on all the reservations for restaurants and everything. <laughs> and now I'm back on top. Look at us. Christina Ray and who? Mike? <laughs> Plus one? Okay. Who is Look this? at us. Who is that Mike Sirius that's coming? Right. Yeah. 
It's going to be two hours. Mike Cyrus, you mean? Yeah, Mike yeah. Cyrus. Yeah. yeah. All right, I want to I want to throw something <laughs> at you guys right quick because uh, so I got to hear the whole show except for the final segment, which was the Sunset Lounge. Mm-hmm. And then, luckily for me, as soon as I got in my car after that party last night mm-hmm. on the replay, it was the beginning of the Sunset Lounge. Hell yeah! So I got to hear all four hours. And the, there's a couple things I loved about it. I love the vibe of that. It's a perfect way to end a show. Do you have that song in there, Christina? I do. Can you play it? Yeah. The song that you guys are playing for the Sunset Lounge. Mm-hmm. When I very first got into jazz music when I was like 19 or 20 years old, and I was learning about artists, one of the first artists that I learned about was Lou Donaldson, and one of the first records I bought was. The record Alligator Boogaloo, which featured this song, really? All Shucks. And I'm driving and I'm listening to Mike's epic lead-in. Yeah. So perfectly and eloquently stated to set the mood. And then the vibe is, I'm like, this is, they're playing Lou Donaldson, <laughs> All Shucks. And I'm hearing Mike's voice and the content is perfect. And I'm just driving down the highway. And all I did yesterday was smile by every decision that our new afternoon drive show, Glenn, ended up making. It's just, it's just astonishing. That's probably guys. my final thought as I, my eyes close, mainly from mental exhaustion at the end of a pretty insane day that I'd been fearing and looking forward to for a few months now. And it's like, finally happened. And I'm like, I, we did good. I did good. You know, proud of myself, happy. And I lay down, you know. Put Simon in my arms, my dog, and, <laughs> and right as I'm fading away, I think, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the one, the one word to describe the first blanking show. I'm like, why? Okay, so here's what, here's what, uh, we have thing. to stop with the Glenn RM. No, 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 here's the thing. Well, here's the thing that I love about it is at first, the very tepid response from Mike when you said it, and then by the end of it, he seemed 100% bought hey, in on the idea oh, of yeah. Glenn. Yeah. It's like a full segment later, it clicked for him. He's like, wait, you meant name the whole show Glenn? Dude, and then there's the, like, yeah. The downbeat has the two arrows going down. Then somebody had a Glenn logo with the two <laughs> arrows going down. Awesome. That was uh, Mike Marshall. The oh, it was Mike Marshall. Oh, yes. oh yes. I get it. Oh, he okay. texts me uh, yes. within an hour. We had the exact same downbeat logo, but instead it's... Glenn. Okay, so but let me ask you, boy. You're a little younger than me. Uh-huh. Did you know guys named Glenn? Okay, so we'll we'll have this conversation from time to time about names that fade away. All right, a certain name will fade away and then come back. Like my dad is named Jerry. You don't meet any ten year olds named Jerry. Like you know that that name has has faded. Come back. And that's Glenn, Gerald. Um, yeah, no, he's just Jerry. But yeah, birth I mean, certificate says it says Jerry. Jerry Nelson mm. Wade. J E R R Y. Yep. Okay. You just don't see a lot of Jerry's no, anymore. But I, he's right, Mike's right. I don't know a lot of Glens. I think of Glenn Carano, backup yes. quarterback for the Cowboys. Yeah, but that's like back in the seventies, right? Glenn Fry. Yep. Also Another guy from back in the seventies. See, these are my guys here. Yeah. Who's who are the most recent Glens? And is Glenn <laughs> is Glenn short for anything, or is it just Glenn? Well, I, I think always do it as Glenn. Oh no, it's yeah. Glenneth, like Kenneth. <laughs> Glenneth Caltro. Glenn Campbell. Or maybe Glendon. Glenn, uh, okay, Glendon there are some Glendons. Glenn yeah. Allen. Yeah. 
Yeah, there aren't Glenn's yeah, anymore. Yeah, Glenn Allen Hill, there you go. the former Blue Jays great. <laughs> there you go. Now, are Glenn there, Rice. You guys Glenn broke Rice. out. You guys broke out into a separate debate about how many ends does it have? Because one end is very succinct and abrupt, which I think is what you're leaning toward. Yeah. And you were a two end. Two ends. Glenn. Absolutely two ends. Where do you lean? That's ben? my Glenn. Uh, man, I hadn't thought about it ever. <laughs> And now, what a surprise! And now I find myself fascinated by it, and I'm I I hate to ride. Well, the now fence. you're a one end Ben. I'm a one end. So ben. you kind of got got to be a one end Glenn, don't yeah. you? Yeah. I mean, I, I I'd like to shock the world and say, how about three ends? Okay, three ends. That's too much Glenn. That's too much Glenn. I think whenever we eventually have events or remotes or whatever, we need a lifetime free whatever for anyone actually named Glenn. I love that. Because there are not too many of them. We ain't going to burn burn us for the clients too bad. No, that's fantastic. I'll tell you what. I will. If it's a place that serves delicious alcohol, I will buy the first drink for anyone named Glenn and can show me their driver's license. From here to the end of time. Wow. I'm, I'm willing to and when we have an that. event, Thank when you. we have an event, we got to get a Glenn to come up there and just stand on the stage the whole time. Not do anything, just stand there on the stage. He's a Glenn Scott. Yeah. He's just, uh, he's, he represents the station. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. You know, even when he was doing that, I think he named like four Glens that have passed on. Yeah. The yeah, current Fry. Yeah, I don't know who a current Glenn, Glenn Campbell is not with us anymore. Who's a current either. Glenn in play? There may not be anyone alive named Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn Rice is still around. Glenn right? Rice is still with us. All right, if you're a Glenn, let's load up the phones. 214-787-1971. Oh, my God. Does our phone thing work? I don't yeah. think that thing works, right? Half the time the phone hadn't worked. Uh, Not yet. We'll figure it out. Okay. Thank you, Christine. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> so we were we thinking got the next ten years to figure it out. If you guys are okay with this, when we do this little mix and mingle, if we allow Christina to take over the board for this segment, then our man Groobs will have a whole segment off. You guys are okay with Christina running things and then chiming in from in No, tonight. no, I don't don't want Christina doing nothing on our show. <laughs> you wonder, wow. you just, just kidding, just, just joking, so, yeah, just I joking. Keep, I'll keep my mic off. Anything you want. <laughs> Which, yeah, for sure. Groobs needs a little break. <laughs> yeah, yes. he does. Yes, Which he brings does. us to the point, what is happening today on the downbeat? We're loaded up. And uh, if yesterday wasn't, today is a big Mike Reiner day because we are starting a segment at 4 o'clock called Who Are These People? Um, because we figure there are people listening right now who have no idea who Mike Reiner is. Certainly thousands who have no idea who I am, who Groobs is, who Julie is, who's going to be joining us for the majority of the program today. Uh, and we figure out who are you, who are these people is uh, appropriate. And we're going to start that today with Mike Reiner at four o'clock. And the tease, which he gave me, which I will give you, is hit us, Mike. Just give us the tease. Cause I was like, let's start at the very beginning. I mean, where you're from, where you're born, first memories, and get through the whole story of who Mike Reiner is. And this is what he gave me. My very first memory comes from when I was mere days, if not hours old. What? Come on! Oh yeah, God. Yeah. I will be there for that. I'm in for that. Uh, all right, that is coming up next. I want to say thank you to everyone who listened to our show today. Be sure to start your day with the Speakeasy, catch the Ben and Skin Show, and then of course the Downbeat. We will be on that 97.1 uh, The Freak Listeners Group, and uh, we hope to interact with you there. Thanks to everybody who is supporting this little endeavor. We couldn't be more excited about it. Thanks for tuning in. The Downbeat is next.